people say I built my car for attention, but I have a panic attack at every stoplight when people look at me. <laughs> I was like, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, I've joked about, well, not even joked. I've talked about how, like, when the car's done, I'll, like, have all the interior stuff done. Yeah. I want to take the tint off so people can see the interior. <laughs> I don't want like, that. I'm not going to take I the tint off anymore. I literally do not I'm want that. I'm just going to make it even darker now. No, I don't want people to fucking see me. I want to enjoy my car, but holy shit, I get so fucking anxious at the attention <laughs> that it gets. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Substance Podcast. I'm your host, Liam. And I'm your other host, Matt. And we are so fucking excited to talk about Riverside today. Um, yes, we are. <laughs> the last episode, we we definitely overestimated uh, what it would take to record a bunch of episodes <laughs> this weekend specifically. Um, yeah, we were like, yeah, we're going to try and record a bunch. So then we just like have them for every week ahead of time. Um, oh, no, that's going to be logistical issue. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it, it had not. It, yeah, it just hasn't worked in that way at all. Um, so here we are. We're sitting down Sunday after Riverside. And we are going to talk about our weekend because this is this has been an incredible weekend, um, to say the least. And yeah, we didn't record any episodes with anybody <laughs> we've we, done uh, zero we, interviews we did a great job so far and technically though there are some people still in town so we are gonna try there's somebody that it, we're gonna try but whether yeah, or not if, where it's gonna happen is kind of amazing if anybody can come over this evening and do an interview literally anybody random people off the street well just, nah, I, just, no i'm I just think, i'm just kidding i think uh, i think pete it's still a very viable option we're we're right trying now. yeah we're trying to get speedy pete to come through and and hang out and just talk all kinds of shit but we yeah we we planned some like rough idea for guests and it just didn't work out and I think it's because this show is so like one really big deal for me really stressful really busy um, and yeah it just I don't know it like uh, recording an episode takes like two hours to do but then you got to think like we're like thirty minutes out of downtown chat which is where most people are staying. And then by the time we come out here, we got to have our conversation beforehand, hanging out, whatever, sit down, record for two hours. It like it's like a four hour it's, thing. Yeah, it's kind of a like if you want to do it in like a chill way, it's kind of like a day. Yeah, like, like we're not really trying to have we're not really person. trying to have somebody fucking just come in here. Like we're already set up right here. <laughs> they show up at the house and just walk right into this. That's sit down, not, let's do this. Exactly. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, it didn't work out that way, and this is definitely a learning process. But I think, you know, Riverside specifically is just too busy, and the fact that, like, this is local um, for future events, we want to take this whole setup with us to, like, our hotel or Airbnb and just set up there, and then we can kind of figure it out. Um, but, yeah, people didn't even get into town until, you know, later on Thursday, and then Friday was, like, a super busy day anyway, and there's stuff going on that we couldn't miss or have other people miss. So yeah, we, we didn't make any interviews work. Um, but that's fine. Cause I'm yeah, super we, pumped about just we, sitting we down. Both, we both enjoyed it enough for that's not even really phasing us. At no, all. no, we're not even <laughs> upset about it because I'm excited to literally sit here and express all of the things that have been bubbling up inside of me <laughs> over the past few days. Um, Liam's had a lot of bubbling going on the last two days. Yeah, man. It's, I haven't haven't been to the bathroom all weekend. Dude. I've been saving. 
No, that's saving it for the podcast. Yeah, I've been saving it for the podcast. I'm about to spew this shit everywhere. Oh man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't, how should we do this? How do we like? For, okay, to give context, if anybody didn't realize, Riverside Chattanooga was this weekend. Um, if you've been an avid listener of the podcast, uh, we've had Mason Gavin on here, who is the the guy that runs Riverside, and we've had him on here to talk about Riverside. Uh, we had Dustin from Okie Doke, and we talked a lot about Riverside with that too. Um, and yeah, this weekend was insane. It was just so crazy. And like before we say anything about it, I just want to say how ridiculously proud I am of Mason, Carly, everybody involved with Riverside, myself, my brand, everybody I'd like, like to give a huge shout out to myself. No, no, no. I, I, I didn't mean no, that. That's I, not, I that sounded bad, but I mean it like I'm I'm proud of like how far I've come with like growing my brand and the amount of support was ridiculous. Like River I didn't I didn't get to see Riverside. I was just in Riverside within my 10 by 10 space seeing what was happening. But uh, yeah, I didn't get to see any cars. I didn't get to walk around, do anything. And I'll get onto that in a little bit, but you know, for anything that we're going to talk about as far as like the actual show, we'll probably transfer over to what Matt did and his experience, because I have no fucking idea. I just, I like, <laughs> I, I wasn't there. I barely breathed yesterday. Um, yeah, it was nonstop at the booth. So I'm thankful for that. I'm very thankful for that. Um, but I don't know how, uh, how was the show for you? Well, so just to run on that really quick, um, I, anybody that, that came by looking for me at the booth yesterday, Liam had told me that there was a few people that bro, more than a few, <laughs> honestly, it was like weirding me out a little bit. People, <laughs> well, people were coming I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you're telling the truth or not. Cause I wasn't there to see it. So <laughs> no, I, I want to say like 15 to 20 people would probably come up to the booth and be like, where's Matt? And I didn't know if they were like friends of yours or these are people that just love the podcast. I mean, I had plenty of people that come up and were like, Hey, I absolutely love what you guys are doing with the podcast. But no, there were quite a few people that were just like, where's Matt? Well, shout out to anybody that came up and said, where's Matt? Because I wish I was in the booth at the time because obviously I want to talk to any of you who are interested in talking to me. Uh, DMs are open, by the way. Um, but yeah, I was... I was honestly too busy walking around fucking enjoying my, like it. Oh yeah. So the craziest thing to me about Riverside is how every single year at the end of it, I find myself saying this is the best year yet. Every single year that happens. And it's just like, it's unbelievable that just the upward trend that it's constantly going on because it's always growing. They're always introducing, you know, new something. Yeah. Um, and the quality of cars just keeps going up every year and they always just have a really good mix, you know, because every year more people find out about it and more people apply. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is going to be me telling this story for like the seventh time, probably since yesterday. Cause it was one of those stories <laughs> I just kept repeating to people, but like it, um, usually like Riverside, especially because it's like pretty local. Um, <laughs> I have enough friends where like when I'm walking around a show like that, I generally either stop somebody or get stopped to talk to them mm. as I'm walking around. 
And if I'm like walking around to look at the cars, I probably end up getting to look at the cars for like 30 minutes mm. and like talking to people for the rest of the time. Mm. Like even if it's just walking and talking, we're looking at the cars, which is fine. Obviously love that. But like just how I am, like I really, I really like it when I can just like take my time yeah. and just like walk around and just like absorb cars mm-hmm. that I like. Well, I don't really know why it happened this way, but this Riverside, I had like four uninterrupted laps really? of just going around the entire show, just kind of taking my time, just you know what's seeing funny? what was around. Like, I think you must have been in like low-key mode because there were plenty of times where you were sitting at the booth and somebody came up and was saying nice things about the podcast. Yeah. And I don't think that they noticed that you were like sitting right behind <laughs> me. So that may have been what it is. Like you, you wear your hat pretty low, so it like covers most of your face. Yeah. That's probably what it was. That I wasn't boy, I wasn't wearing a hat yesterday. You weren't? No. <laughs> this is how this is how not there. Yeah, I dude. Was. Liam, he was he was all over the place. Alright, but... well, let let me give my take on on what you said just then, because walking around like you like to take your time and like look at cars. Mm-hmm. I haven't really had the chance to do that in a long time. In a long time. <laughs> and I Riverside is like one of those shows that I really like to do that. Oh my God. It's okay. Let me give an example. The pre-meet. I was at the pre-meet for like two hours. I had to abandon my car and leave. I had to actually leave the pre-meet because it was too much. It was overwhelming. I want to look at cars. I want to like meet people. I want to talk to people about their cars. For hours, all I did was every 10 seconds I'd like, I'd walk, like I'd have a conversation with somebody, walk somewhere else, like towards another car to look or like a different, different aisle, whatever. Somebody else would stop to talk to me and it's, Hey, I saw the car looks great. Blah, blah. Like talking to me about my car. And then it's questions like, why are you stopping LEP? It's all these questions. It's just literally talking to me about things about myself. Yeah. I, I had to leave cause I got so overwhelmed. Like, I'm, I've been anxious enough as it is the past few weeks leading up to Riverside because there's just a lot of stuff going on. And the preemie, like, it makes me anxious enough having the car out, driving it, whatever. I got a lot more comfortable with it and, and it felt great. But being at the preemie and people just nonstop talking to me for hours about myself, I was like, I can't do this. I <laughs> like I want to go home. Yeah. I don't even want to be around this stuff because it's not, it's not fun. I'm not a narcissist. I don't want to sit here and like spend four hours talking about myself right. and all the Like I have to deal with my own stuff every single day. I don't want to sit here and like talk about the shit that I have going on with a million people. Like I don't want this to come. I don't want this to come across as like bad or anything. I really do love that. So many people want to come up and say hi and have a conversation with me. It's fucking awesome. But you got to consider that I am a human that uh, unfortunately has to have the same conversation with every single person that I come across. And when there's thousands of people at an event, that's kind of exhausting. Like, I don't know how many times I had to explain the story of why I'm stopping LEP to people over this weekend. Uh, Y'all know we have a podcast where I've already explained it. Like you could just go on there and answer it. Like I'm nice. I'm obviously going to talk to anybody, but man, I just want to enjoy cars. Like I, like you said, I just want to take my time, walk around. I want to look at cars. I want to nerd out on little details. And I got to do that a little bit this weekend, just like in like closed quarters, 
where there weren't tons of people around mm. with certain cars, but dude, I can't even like enjoy events. I, I can't, it sucks. Yeah. I, I, I want to go to a car show and not be like blown up constantly. And like, I want to talk to people, but I want to talk to people about cars. Well, not, not my car, not I mean, my car. I mean, not for nothing to, you know, for better, for worse, obviously now that you're, you're winding down LEP, um, I think to whatever degree, I mean, you're still going to get like the, like, oh, like, well, you know, why did you shut down LEP, this and that, this yeah. and that. I mean, that's, you know, it's going to be a while before that one. Yeah, down, I, just because, you know, that's just how it is. But um, I think, you know, once you're not actively doing that and you're just doing the podcast, because like, at least for now, we have such a, like a, a core organic audience, like yeah. all of you guys know, you know, who we are. Um, well, I guess you're still putting out videos on YouTube, but the point is, yeah, I, I think it'll wind down, it'll never completely go away, obviously. No, but I I'm mean, sure it'll wind down. I you kind of sign up for that when you put yourself out there on the internet, and I don't want you guys to take this like completely the wrong way. I'm very appreciative and I love everybody that's like super supportive, but like I'm just a car enthusiast at the end of the day, like anybody else. Like when I go to an event, I want to like walk around. I want to take in like the cars that I'm seeing. I don't just want to like brush past a car like, oh, that looks cool. Like I want to look at every detail um, and talk to the owners about it, like hear their story, all of that stuff. And I don't know. It just, it kind of bums me out that I end up having to talk about myself the whole time. It like, it makes me sad because there's so many things that I want to hear and see and know about and people just want to know about me, which is already all out there on the internet, you know? So, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't want to make any anybody feel bad, but just for future reference, like if you want to come up and have a conversation at a show or hang out or whatever, maybe don't pick my brain about the things that are already all over the internet. You know, yeah, and I mean, I, I think that's it's just, I don't know, it's you just, know. it's a weird feeling. And for anybody that doesn't actually like, because this, this is also really weird too, because the, the podcast has its own audience. Like a lot of you guys don't know me or Matt. Like a lot of you right. guys didn't know me before this. And so I appreciate this probably sounds really weird. And it also probably sounds kind of arrogant of me to talk about it this way. But I just, I just want to enjoy car shows well, again. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's arrogant. I just think that's a, very human thing like in this context like you just you just kind of want to do your thing and yeah. that's i mean I've, i think I've, that's a that's a fair and yeah valid desire but, and i'm and i i think the reason that you're feeling like it may come off as arrogant is because obviously like people you know people want to talk to you because they like you and they're interested in what you're doing but it's like i think it's pretty fair to say that like if something is already on the internet yeah and they keep up with you it's kind of like I, I, yeah, well, I shouldn't have to fill everybody it's like it's in. All, it's just, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's already there. Yeah. If you want to ask me about something that's not already, on the internet, <laughs> I know. Then let's talk about it. But it just—I think the reason that I like—I get so like touchy about it and think that I'm being arrogant is because I hate—I literally hate that anybody could use the term like famous or call me a celebrity or some shit. That and that the, sounds one hundred percent. That one hundred percent sounds super arrogant, but. I heard that term used multiple times yesterday and it makes me very uncomfortable because I don't think I'm better than anybody else. I don't think that I'm like, yes, a lot of people know me, but I, I just hate it. I hate that anybody could put me on a pedestal. It makes me feel fucking weird. 
And that's why I get like touchy about it and think that I'm coming across as arrogant because I just want to be a normal person. I just want to go to an event. I want to walk around, enjoy cars like everybody else. And I love that I have so many people that are supportive, but let's talk cars. Let's talk about cars, please. I was joking around with with somebody yesterday um, (laughs) and I was like, I honestly wish that I could have like a fucking hat or something or like some indicator that tells people like, hey, I'm on my viewing lap right now. Well, actually, when you see me without my viewing lap hat on, feel mm. free to come up and talk to me. But right now, just like let me viewing, let hat. me do my thing. No, sometimes my camera actually works for that. Like if I'm walking around with the camera, like I'm holding it up like I'm filming, then people won't interrupt. So maybe I just need to do Liam's that. Liam's about to do like the camera equivalent of putting your headphones in without any music about on. To, just so people about, don't talk to him. I'm about to build a chest rig so I can just <laughs> keep it there the whole time. No. Anyway, I want to get off this topic because this whole thing just makes me feel fucking weird. But, but no. Back I think, to Riverside. Yeah. I think, I think to wrap it up, just like, I don't know, be considerate. Just... Anybody, anybody, you, anybody in, in any place, just like be considerate. If Especially you see, if, also, also, oh my God, how many times did this happen? If you see me in the middle of a conversation with somebody, please don't, yeah, I don't care if you're my friend, please don't come up and like dap me up and start talking to me while I'm in the middle of a conversation. It's the rudest fucking thing. The person that I'm probably having a conversation with, they probably don't know me and I don't know them that well. And for you to come up, if you're my friend, that's just disrespectful. Please don't do that. It like makes me, it puts me in an awkward situation because of course I want to give you your, your attention. You're my friend, but like I'm having a conversation with somebody and just, just don't do that. Like social cues, pick up on them, please. I think we'll just say this. Anybody that listens to this podcast will know me and Liam are going to wear blue hats. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we're not. All right. So we're going to wear red hats. <laughs> no, we're not. So, um, but yeah, I was uh, really pleasantly, and I think that's what we're gonna we're gonna do today. Is kind of um, we were chatting about that. Is we're gonna we're and I don't know how people feel about like when we do the thing where we go through photos, but this uh, for anybody that has not seen my story this weekend, I promised myself last Riverside. That because last Riverside, I probably took like five photos of the entire weekend. Yeah. Just in any context. And when I got to the end of it, I was like, well, that fucking sucks. I yeah, want to remember stuff and I don't on, have yeah. any picture. Um, so I told myself, I was like, Riverside this year, I'm going to be taking pictures of stuff yeah. so I can like remember it. Um, and so I did. And I did a little leg workout because I decided the aesthetic that I wanted on my story was to do like really low angle with the car at the bottom of the thing. Matt became a photographer for one day. And it was, it was awesome, but it was also very painful for my legs (laughs) because of the amount of time, like the amount of like extreme squats I was doing and my legs were not used to that. But, um, honestly I had a lot of fun with that. It was, and like I said, it was much easier than I thought it would be because I got this fucking four <laughs> uninterrupted laps of just doing my thing. Um, but yeah, I, I decided that I was going to do that just for fun. And like, as it turned out, apparently I was like providing a public service to the people that follow that account. Me, because me. you were providing a because, service to me. But, and I didn't realize that because I was having plenty of people like, DMing me on that account, like, hey man, 
I really appreciate you doing this. Like I couldn't go to Riverside. I had to mm-hmm. work. I had to do this and that. And like or you, me. You you posting all of these cars, like I feel like I'm getting to see all the cool shit. And I'm that felt honestly, that felt really good. Cause again, I didn't that's not why I did it. That wasn't initially like in my yeah. brain. Um but yeah, I mean every every car and what I'm what I'm gonna do is uh I am gonna make a highlight reel and put it in the substance map profile of uh all of the cars that I took photos of from Riverside this year. Um, so you can go look at those, but it was just, like I said, man, every year I find myself saying this has been the best year yet because the quality of cars just like keeps going up. It just keeps going up. It was ridiculous. And like I said, you know, with the, with the, with the seven degrees of Riverside, more and more people every year are learning about Riverside Mm -hmm. and applying to be in Riverside. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like you just get this you even stop, bigger kinda, pool of like yeah, cool exactly. shit. More, if more and more like really, really high end cars are applying, there's only limited space. There, there is a limited amount of space that they can put cars there, and so each year that it gets bigger and bigger, you can expect the quality of cars to go up because it starts filtering it out. Like they don't have to let in, you know, cars that maybe aren't like top top tier. If all of the cars are top top tier that are applying. And they only have enough space for however you know x amount of cars. Then it's just going to get better. Yeah. Um. And we love that. And I think this year was really like, I mean, every year has been absolutely fantastic since the first year that I went. That was 2017. I've been so in love with this show. It it is so big now. Like at the end of the day yesterday, like after I was done with everything and I could relax for a second, like I, I caught up with Mason and. Dude, I just gave him a big hug and I was like, man, I'm so fucking proud. Like I'm so, I've known you for only a couple of years and like we're close friends, but I've known this event and seen it like grow from the start, like just in a really organic way. And I would, I just felt this like, I don't know, I kind of wanted to cry. I was like, I just felt this crazy amount of pride towards what he has built, what this event is, what the whole team has built for Riverside and just like this part of the country like that i don't think that there is another show now that is doing what riverside is you know for a lot of people maybe throwing it back a while um first class fitment was like the show to go to for a lot of people like visually it's beautiful unique venue crazy hop you know crazy high quality cars like all of this stuff and i don't think that for a while there's been anything that really like compares and i'm not going to say riverside's the same as first class fitment it's not but it's that same type of thing where it's a it's a very unique show that you can look forward to every single year that brings out the top cars and i don't there isn't anything else for me on a like in this part of the country that's doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I think Southern fresh does a really, really good job. And that event is awesome, but it's nowhere near as big. Well, and, and one thing I'm kind of thinking about as you're talking is like, <clears throat> one of the things that makes Riverside feel like this is where they place their focus and that it's like a communal thing. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's very, it emphasizes like this feeling of community mm-hmm. a lot. And and the thing about that is like the other the other meat that always stays in my head, I've talked about it a million times, was Soho. Yeah. Soho was the same way. Hel- Helen is like a really, really small town. Yeah. Um, and there was just 
it was just the the way that that show was like I could throughout the year I could like feel it and see it in my head how it felt to come around that that corner mm-hmm. and the trees clear and you just see Helen and there's just fucking cars everywhere and you're yeah. just like ah fucking yeah. made it like it's that's kind of like that's that. like riverside you know and i i you, think you put you turn down reggie white boulevard and like you can see the spectator lot off to the left entirely full and then you keep going down and like there's just cars everywhere yeah everywhere it's and it just that just gets imprinted in your brain you yeah. know and it's just like i think that's the thing i i really think that that is and y'all can take this to the bank. I mean, that's kind of going to be what makes gives a show longevity. Yeah. And makes a show, you know, halfway good is like being able to create this feeling of community. Yeah. I mean, well, dude, I think you kind of summarized it perfectly that like coming around the corner and the we made it feeling. Yeah. I think that that encompasses everything that like I'm feeling about it. Yeah. For sure. It's like, when you pull up and see that, it's 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 that overwhelming feeling of like, holy shit! Yeah, we did it. I'm here. I'm here. Like, yeah, well, yeah we didn't do anything, but I'm here. I'm here. This is special. Well, no, this feels like, special. I, the the we did it thing is more geared, and you're gonna feel this. Like well, the first year you get to take the LS, like mm-hmm. that's how so many Riverside. That's a good prep point. I hadn't I hadn't even thought of that, dude. Yeah. Riverside prep in and of itself is like if you think about it too hard, like I have. Yeah. Riverside Prep is so interesting because that's like that that's basically like almost there. Mm-hmm. Almost there. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing is when people wrap their car up and can bring it to Riverside, the minute like you said, the minute you turn down Reggie White, you're like, "Oh, fuck yeah. I fucking did this shit, man." You know what I mean? Cuz it's like That's a fat point. It. I didn't even think about it from the the car point of view. That, and it's just like but yeah, I, I just so I went to Solo obviously long before I went to Riverside, and they just they both create that same kind of feeling, just this yeah. really like warm, you know, communal feeling where it is. It's just kind of like fucking made it, dude. Hell yeah, We're fucking here. made it to another Riverside, and it's well, just like it's me. You every, every that's why everybody keeps coming back because everybody just wants to feel that feeling yeah. every time, and it's like. I think that's the craziest part about it is it just gets better every time. You get to have that feeling and then you mm-hmm. like get into the show well, and you're like, what the fuck? And I swear that like even even in saying that, like every year, I feel like there's so many cars like that I have never, never seen before. Yeah. Like it's almost like there's cars that just pop out of the woodwork. I'll give you a prime example. One of the booth cars that I had it actually kind of worked out kind of funny. So Friday I had all my booth cars set. Like I had everything, or at least I thought everything was going to be cool. And one of my booth cars was a friend of ours, Matt Herring, who is local. Um, I guess he'd had an issue with getting tires mounted or getting an alignment at the last second. And so he couldn't make it to be a booth car. And I'm at the pre-meet and I see this LS 430, this high radius, like on the ground, it's purple roll by and immediately I, I'm just like, who the fuck owns that? Who owns that? Whose car is that? And I like well, managed to walk around and find it. Um, and luckily when I walked up to the thing, fucking Pete, Speedy Pete was like coming by the other way in his uh, in his all road. 
and I see him point out the window and he's looking at me and he's pointing at the car and he's going, he goes, look at this, look at this. Did you fucking see this thing? I was like, I'm like, yeah, who the fuck owns this? And he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me call the guy. I'll get him over here. You got to talk to him. I was like, please, I need this car. And, uh, he, he got the guy to come over. His name is Matt. Um, I guess he's not the owner now, but he is the original owner. He built the car. Um, I think it's like insomnia motorsports or something. They do a bunch of really cool stuff now, but back in the day he built this car and I guess the car was built like five years ago or some shit. And it's been sitting around, not painted for a long time. It used to be white and I guess they, he sold it to like his younger brother and they decided to wrap it before the show because they couldn't find somebody to paint it. And it looks incredible. Like, yeah, yeah, rap is definitely not the way to go, but obviously they had to do what they could. But this is a car that's been, you know, built years ago, really, really well and just kind of sitting around. No one's seen it for it to come back out. And then, you know, I met the guy, talked to him. He was cool and managed to secure it as a booth car the next day. I had this car front and center, best spot in the entire pavilion for pictures for any, well, it was really busy. So it's kind of hard to get pictures, but I had this car front and center, just absolute showpiece. This thing is beautiful and I've never seen it before. I like, I'd seen old pictures of it when it was white and there were so many people that have been like, yo, I remember this car. It was white. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any other shows on this part of the country that do that. Yeah. This car is not from here. I don't even know where it's from. Like this show brings out cars that I've never seen before, new and old, and they're all super quality. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just everywhere you fucking turn, they're he's doing it right. Like I And this this is why, you know, I don't I'm I'm tired of of indoor shows. Like there's so many events that happen, but they're all so just Blair. like yeah. convention center shows like it's boring and it ends up bringing out a lot of the same cars it's the same people and you know it's awesome to go you know hang out with people for a weekend hang out with your homies party whatever you want to do but like we're all here because we're car enthusiasts and there comes a point where it's like all right i've seen the same 300 cars every year for five years I want something different. Riverside is that something different, I swear. And yes, there's going to be some of the same cars that you've seen before, but I just think the variety at Riverside is is what sets it apart from anything else. The variety, the uniqueness of the venue, that community feeling, it just, it is well, so special. And, and the thing is, though, like, <clears throat> obviously, all of that, all of that stuff goes in concert with each other. You know what I mean? Like, you can, oh, I was about to say you could have shitty cars in a shitty venue, but like that would still, if the cars are cool enough, you're kind of like, oh, I can deal with that. That's but, true. That's true. But ideally, you know, you want to have all of those knocked out and it's just kind of well, like. Yeah, they, they work together. <clears throat> like yeah. having, having a good venue that people can get good pictures at is what's going to bring people out with good cars because people with good cars want good pictures. Well, the good venue provides that. Right. You know? And it's just like, that's. From a logistics standpoint, I get it. Convention centers are very easy. They're set up for events. Right. Like this and that. I get it. But if it was easy, if, we'd all do it. Yeah. If you want to have a show that is of any kind of consequence. That like goes down as like legendary. You know like what I mean? Some of like these, these shows. To, yeah. They're just. 
just like anything we ever fucking talk about. You have to have a vision and you have to put in the work to do that. And it's no. like the crazy. Okay. Think of it. Think about it this way. These, these shows that are like barbecue, like Zach's, like Zach's, uh, Northside news. Oh, his, like right? little chill me is house. So yeah. that was like, it's like you just said, that was like a little chill me. Yeah. Right. But like, he thought about it. He thought about like, I'm going to have this in my house, whatever. And I mean, granted the exclusivity at the time, kind of like added to that. Mm. But like, the point is you can have like a really small meet. Yeah. But if you focus on all of those aspects mm-hmm. and people see photos of that, they're going to be like, yo, that what is really that? Cool. I want to go, go to that. That's exactly what the you know first what year saying? Riverside so did So it's to me. like, yeah. you can have, you can have a fucking meet with your friends. Just ever, just literally just your friends. You could have a meet with 20 fucking cars in it. Yeah. With just your friends. But if you do that in the right spot and you do it in the neighborhood of like the same time every year. Yeah. You as a part of that friend group, once you get to that area, you're going to start feeling like that. Fuck. Yeah. It's time again. You know what I mean? And that's so it's like you literally, if you have all of those things, you just, I'm not going to say like you're in because there's a lot of things that you can do outside of those things that would make it a really shitty show. But like, the point is, is anybody that's really genuinely interested in event organizing. I mean, if you go to Riverside and you feel that feeling that I'm referring to, mm-hmm. hold on to that. Like, really look at how Riverside is doing that. And frankly, for other shows like that, like, I think one of the only reasons that, at least for me, I have not yet been to Simply Clean. Simply so, clean, yeah. Everybody talks a, about simple clean. Thing? 100%. So it, it's 100%. just like if you are genuinely interested in being an event organizer and putting on, you know, a really high quality event like this that people will continue to come back to and yeah. will grow well, every year. Like like what Mason was saying when we had him on here and we were talking about like what it took for him to that like get to the point where he started Riverside. That was an eight year process of him attending events and taking notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what so. you need to be doing. You need to be, like go to every event and be taking notes. If you're interested in getting into hosting events, be a sponge. Yeah, learn how to be good at it. What do you think I've been doing for the past six years that I've been like attending events in the U.S. Shit, seven, eight years that I've been attending events in total. Like I've just been absorbing things because I want to get into event stuff. And you know River, what? River you know for me is like a I huge inspiration. <laughs> what? <laughs> Liam's like, God, I just, I can't wait to get out of the booth. I can't wait to get out of the booth and host the meet instead and never I know. be on a walk No, around. I know, I know. I, I'm incapable of ever enjoying any of the things that I do. That's how you know I'm about this shit for the community is because I will sacrifice my own fucking happiness so that everybody else can have a fucking good time. Don't, don't worry. I'll, I'll make sure he can go to at least a few meets and just chill. Yeah, but, um, we'll, we'll try. So... Yeah, but I mean, all that, that, I feel like that's stuff that we've, that we've touched on before, but yeah. Well, also I do want to, I do want to give the disclaimer that, you know, we're not saying that about event stuff to try and take away from anybody else that does events or say that like people who do convention center shows, we're not trying to say that that's any less hard work. You guys clearly obviously work super hard on it and you put on these events. We're just trying to give our flowers to Riverside because 
they do a really fucking good job yeah. and we're paying attention, absorbing all of the things and, and seeing, you know, the work that's put into so many little things. So I don't want that to take away from any other event organizers or any of that stuff. Um, you guys all work super hard and you obviously, if your show is huge, that speaks for itself. Um, but yeah, we're just giving flowers to Riverside and, and really like as usual, given, given a clap to how incredible that was. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Do you want to like run through the photos or? Um, oh, I do want to. I do want to mention like the the two days leading up to Riverside, just a little bit. Um, Thursday and Friday, like kind of the days that oh, everybody's yeah. getting into town. So you can. I wasn't really there for a lot of it. So yeah, Matt, can, Matt was at work during the day, but uh, I had the LS out, took it downtown. I wanted to make sure that you know I'm in the stage of like testing the fuck out of the car. So I'm like actively trying to break stuff. Um, <laughs> He's doing a great job, but uh, I took it downtown and I will just, I'll touch on it briefly. Cause I don't want to go into it in full detail. Cause I'll cover this in a YouTube video, but I am so impressed with how well the car did like in everything. I've jumped this thing off of so many things the past couple of days and it has taken the abuse. Um, but yeah, Thursday we had a couple different meets, um, there was an E36 meet that I did not get to attend. Obviously, I don't have an E36, um, but I did pull up to the 90s only meet, which was sick. I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, it was hosted by Obsessed Worldwide. Shout out to uh, Luke Turner. Super good dude. He had just finished up his E36 that is absolutely yeah, fucking wild. That's an art car. I fucking love that thing. It's... Dude. Oh, excuse me. I had a burp and I like covered my mouth and then accidentally tapped the mic. Um, yeah, his E36 is ridiculous. It's got like that BMW art livery. Just go to Instagram and look at it because I can't describe how sick this car is. It's on my story for the record. Perfect. Yeah, go look. But um, yeah, that 90s only meet was really cool because that was like the first time I get to like catch up with people and it was really small. And so like the people that were there were really just people that I knew and liked and I thoroughly enjoyed that. And this is a perfect way to um, transition into our show's sponsor, Wheel Price. Um, I actually met with the guys from Wheel Price at the 90s only meet. Um, they pulled up in their Civics. Uh, so it was an EG and an EF Civic. Super cool, both white hatches. Um, so I'm sad because I didn't get to meet either of them. <laughs> um, but since I would imagine that you guys are listening to this for sponsor reasons, yeah, that both of the cars are awesome, but that EF is like me spec. Oh, like it's those, sick. it's so those, sick. Those Anki fans are just like so. We've. <laughs> I've beat the dead horse about how much I'm like a closed face wheel guy. Mm -hmm. So all of my ideas for like cars, basically the style that I want to do, basically any car I own for the rest of forever <laughs> is like a, is like a super futurism, futuristic, like, I don't want to use the word. Well, you're saying like, but well, it's like futuristic from like, if you were looking at it from the perspective of the nineties. Right? Is that your take on it? Yes. So of, if you're in the nineties, you're like, oh, this this would be futuristic. Right. Okay. Um, so like that car is fucking perfect. Like those those wheels, they're just they take up the entire or the fans anyway. They take up the entire face of the wheels 
and they just have like little groups of three slits Mm -hmm. and it's on this ridiculously clean white ef which is right hand drive if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. right um and it's just it's so clean it's so simple and those those wheels with the fans are just like amazing and then one thing that tickled me was like I'm already like it looks super futuristic, and he's got the QR code on it, mm-hmm. and I'm just like that's just that just works. That just works for like yeah. how this car looks, and it was just it was super cool. So but, shout out to no, the it was, wheel price boys that I unfortunately was, did not get to meet. Yet. Yeah, it was it was cool to run into them. Um, the first thing that Kyle said to me as I was walking over to say what's up was, "Damn, that mustache is powerful. Thank you for that. <laughs> that made me feel." great honestly um but it was really cool and i actually took kyle for a ride in the ls um which was super fun (laughs) i think he had a boss i don't know if he's ever been in a car like that but that was sick um but yeah i want to say a huge shout out to our show sponsor wheel price you guys are fucking awesome it's great to meet you guys we still want to have you on the podcast um and if you guys it'll be great to meet you guys one day (laughs) and uh yeah if you guys want to go check out the app please do um wheel price is an app that's basically set up like the forums were back in the day where you can buy and sell wheels um there's all kinds of stuff on there and kind of like matt was describing like clearly they have an interest in you know niche wheels and stuff like that like he's saying with the enkies and the uh the fans on them um, there's a lot of interesting stuff on there and they're, they're a good group of guys that are just enthusiasts like us. And so, yeah, if you're in the market for a new set of wheels or you are looking to sell wheels and you don't want to deal with any of the, the bullshit that comes with Facebook marketplace or whatever other classifieds, um, wheel price is just a, a good place to, to go. And, uh, all the links will be in the description, uh, on wherever you are listening or watching this podcast. So go check them out, either download the app on, uh, apple or android and you can go on the website i think to use it if you you know if you don't use either but everybody has a smartphone so you know (laughs) speaking of just a real quick thing yeah speaking of getting gassed up i'm this obviously only applies to my friends basically but um i had more than a few people like see me and Mm -hmm. be like holy shit dude you look great and i'm like Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> and then I realized the last time I saw me, I probably had like a good 50 to like 60 pounds more than I am right now. That, yeah, that's And totally so fair. many people were like, dude, you look great. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I just, it didn't, it did not occur to me at all. Yeah. Like when I walked into the show that the last time some of these people saw me, I did not look like how I do now. So that, yeah, I suppose that, that felt pretty good, but I, I don't he just said the mustache thing. I was like, <laughs> I want to say the thing, but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, the, uh, the nineties only meet was really cool. Um, and from there I had to swing over and pick up all of the merchandise stuff, which I actually got my car stuck at my supplier's place. I like pulled into that driveway and it was deceiving that it looked flat, but the middle of the like dip down had some dirt in it. So it looked like it was flat. And of course I just like three wheeled and got stuck. But I got it out and then uh, I hosted a meet that evening that was under, uh, is it I-27? Uh, no, it's, that's it's just that's the Walnut Street Bridge. Walnut Street? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Walnut Street, what? Hold, actually, no, hold no, no, on, no, hold on. No, now no, I'm no, thinking. No, it's 27. It goes to fucking Signal Mountain. Hold on. Now I'm, I don't remember. It was under a fucking bridge. All right. <laughs> anyway, it was under a bridge on the side of a river. It was very nice looking. Yeah. 
hosted hosted this uh, this pop up meet under a bridge um, next to the river. Super super pretty spot. Um, it was actually really funny how it worked out because I was parking all of the cars like up kind of behind these pillars in like a cool spot that it's nice to park cars. And I assumed people were probably just going to pull in and park wherever looked cool. People were like, they they just pulled into the lot next to it and parked in the spaces. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, that's awesome because it didn't ruin the spot. We didn't have anybody like doing anything stupid and I, I don't know if this is something that's just like set in stone now, but I think maybe people know that if you come to a meet that I host and you act like a dickhead, I will embarrass you in front of all of your friends. Well, and it, so they, people just don't honestly, do it. That is, that is, I didn't even really think about that until right now. That was a pretty like, it was so chill, calm, ridiculous, me. tame. And we actually, even uh Republic parking showed up at like, I don't know. The sun had, basically just gone down this guy from republic parking was like hey he was really nice about it uh initially like he was like hey the cars are really cool he was nice to you he was nice he to me gave, I, well, I mean gave, he didn't know that i was the organizer me a 20 dollar ticket yeah for being a foot out of my space well man and like the next parking space. lot over victoria was parked next to, there's not. No, well, I, 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 hope, I think it, personally, he, I hope Republic Parking steps on a Lego. That's yes, all I'm saying. I'm, we're not fans of Republic Parking. I will say that they they are Nazis here in in Chattanooga. I but, hope they step on a Lego. But anyway, he was like, Yo, he was like, the cars are really cool. Uh, you guys can't park in this area because it's reserved for handicap and buses. Although nobody has ever used this lot, like it's empty always. Mason was saying that it was like for construction Years for a while yeah, it was just shit, like a yeah. fenced off construction yeah, staging area anyways uh i told everyone hey we just got to move over to the other parking lot and just pay for parking and you're good so we all moved over to this parking lot next door and parked the cars and of course nobody paid for parking so the guys started going around and giving everybody <laughs> tickets and then it was getting dark by this point and we were just like yeah let's go get some fucking dinner and yeah that, that's what it is if you didn't pay for parking you got a ticket i really apologize but you're in a parking lot where it says you have to pay for parking. If you don't pay for parking, you get a ticket. That's on you. Sorry. I wonder if they have apparatuses. What did you just say? <laughs> Apparatus. But then I like tried it plural. I have no idea if that's the real word or not. But like, I wonder if they have fucking... Here's what I'm thinking. So the holes for the bolts that hold in your license plate... Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have something where it's like it'll screw in there just like normal, but then it's like a super fucking strong magnet, so you can just take off just your do plate, like a quick release plate, whatever, or whatever you want, and then just put it in your trunk and park wherever the fuck you want because I don't See, have a plate to connect it to you. I could do that with my car, but it's it's pretty recognizable. Uh, mine, however, is not. Yeah, yeah, yours would be fine. My car, if I did that. They would just see it any other day on the street with the plate on it. Be like, yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, his plate. It's that guy again. His plate says VIP penis. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do yourself a uh, a service with that one as far as getting away with parking. Yeah, it, um, it is. But yeah, that that meet was cool. It, it was. was no, it was pretty cool. I agree, and it was. You know, it kind of uh, it kind of went into when it was you know getting dark, and some people started showing up. Not a million people, but some people started showing up with like underglow and shit. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was it was dope, and it dispersed, and uh, we went and got some food, and 
actually I went to the same photo spot that I go to every year with my car to take the same exact picture. Like I line it up on the same line and then I have to compose it the exact same way because every year that I take the car, I like to be able to like reflect back and see the changes. Obviously the car looked goofy as hell because a million different colors. It's got Mercedes. It's got a Mercedes badge on the front. Shout out to Ben for putting that on there. Um, we actually, uh, we did that because I got pulled over and the cop thought the car was European. So now it is. <laughs> um, and also just like having the Mercedes badge on the front kind of lets people know that like, Hey, I'm not serious by bringing this car out. Like I'm not trying to show it off. It's definitely not done. <laughs> yeah. Like if you look at it, you see a Mercedes badge on the front. You're like, Oh, well this guy's obviously joking. The car's kind of cool, but he's not that serious. So Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah thursday was was really good um that was the first time in a couple of years i have gotten to enjoy my car again um i drove around downtown a little bit had the windows up and just listening to music by myself i thoroughly enjoyed that i haven't had you know i was saying this in the end of the the vlog that i filmed that day but you know for a lot of us driving our car, just cruising it around, listening to music or whatever is a very distinct feeling. It's kind of that it's, it can be a release when when, when you're stressed out. Exactly. It's a therapeutic thing. I haven't had that release for two years. I have not had, you know, my car that I can just go and drive and listen to music. I've not even had a car that's had a decent sound system in it for two years. Uh, My dailies have had shit sound systems. And so it felt so fucking good to experience that again. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just stoked. Like the, the, to just drive the car and enjoy it the way that I did a couple of years ago, the last time I was here for Riverside, mm-hmm. it felt really good. And the fact that I live here and know that I could technically take the car downtown and do the same exact thing any day of the week. It's a good feeling. Um, but yeah, Friday. Yeah, I'm I'm so stoked. It's actually behind the camera, so he and I are both just like staring. Oh at no, it it's yeah. If this, if but... it looks if it looks funny, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we're not staring at the camera. We're kind of looking through it. it but uh... the the car is in the garage, and I'm like, I just keep looking at it because I'm so like I'm just stoked. I'm so fucking it's just happy such with this a car. fucking unit. Yeah, and Matt got to see it rolling on the interstate. Yeah, that was dude. So. I got to say, like, when you watch enough, like, YouTube videos of VIP cars in Japan, seeing, like, the super crazy VIP cars, like, rolling with the super stiff spring rates, like, mm-hmm. it's a very, like, distinct, I don't want to say feeling, but it, it just kind of creates that, like, internal, like, feeling. It's just, you. It's, it's your brain going, like, that's, that's ja- hard. That's, that's Japan. Hard. <laughs> like, for me, it's kind of like, that's Japan. And so... When we were driving home and I saw him, you know, I was behind him. I was in front of him. I was next to him. And I'm just, I'm like, that motherfucker is skating right now, dude. And Mm -hmm. so, like, when I got behind him and I was watching him, like, go over, like, bumps and shit and, like, little rises when there's, like, a bridge and stuff. And I'm just seeing the fucking the ass of the cars go. Yeah, it's got that. It has that really little controlled bounce to it on bumps. It's very much just, like, I think the thing that I enjoyed the most, honestly, which I hadn't told you this yet, but, I mean, I guess it's not a surprise, but, like, the amount of work that you put in 
setting it up so that the camber like is literally just a continuation of the body line dude from you the back it looks that so shit from a mile away dude yeah. it looks so good it, it makes me so happy to like see everything that i've like planned out in my head because like a lot of people don't even realize that like, that's kind of a science to how i've like planned the car and i want to make a youtube video on it when it's done and like literally like show a picture and, and draw the lines on it of like what I was thinking when I did this, but like, yeah, like you're saying, yeah, it's lining up those camber angles to where it follows the body lines was like a huge thing. And it just fucking helps with the flow of the car. Yeah. But see, I, I don't know, man, there's just something about, and I think we can all agree about this, whether we realize or not, whether we're into super like stancy low cars or not, like there's just something about seeing a car fucking skating. Yeah. Like it literally looks like it's just kind of like hovering. It's but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like wheels on it. It's kind of like that feeling that you were saying about you love you love cars that look like they're melting into the ground. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, except it's fucking moving. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. it just kind of looks like it's sliding around. It's cool, man. Yeah, and I it's I think it's the rear end of the car that does a lot of that. Yeah, like, dude, I couldn't tell you for how many years I nitpicked my fucking car because I didn't have a rear bumper. Like that, I liked like the OEM rear bumper sits so high yeah. to have this bumper and have it set up to where it's basically like it's three feet. The bumper itself is like three feet long. Yeah, it's on the ground and it's not it's not hitting the floor. I, did I throw any sparks on the interstate? You did, but only when you were coming down off like a rise for like a bridge. Yeah, and just like to know that like the car is half an inch off the floor and it's it's just driving and just skating over stuff. Like you said, it's a fucking cool feeling. It's a really, it's a really cool, but we'll, we'll, we'll leave gushing for your car. Yeah. Anyway, I can save that for the other YouTube videos. Um, Friday, I didn't actually do a whole lot Friday. Um, I met up with my friends who have Y32 Seamers and we just kind of hung out for the majority of the day. We got food. We ended up shooting at the pavilion, um, it was really relaxed, and that I think was one of my favorite parts of the weekend because I wasn't running around under pressure to like get something done. I was just hanging out with you know a couple of my friends that have nice cars that I quite like, and that was fun. <laughs> I was like, hey, usually what it takes sometimes, man. Yeah, usually for Riverside, like the day before, I'd probably be running around trying to do shoots and stuff, and I just I wanted to take pictures of their cars, but I was like, man, if it doesn't happen, that's fine. I that was like the first time I haven't put pressure on myself to do that, so. That was that was really cool, and uh, yeah. I think I think I'm gonna force Liam to just like do nothing at Riverside next year. I think you just need to get me really high so I won't do anything. <laughs> but then again, that's or, or I can just strong arm you into not fucking that's doing true, anything. But, but sometimes it doesn't even work like that too, because sometimes I'll be high and and super super focused on wanting to do things, so it doesn't that's work. That's why I'm it, just gonna it, strong arm you into it. Not is doing anything. it is just how my brain works that I cannot not work hard. I'll just sedate him. Like I have a work it's ethic. Gonna, that, it's gonna be like weekend at Bernie's, but it'll just be Liam and I'll drive the Majesta and he'll be in the passenger <laughs> well, seat, okay. just like passed out with sunglasses on. Here's here's how I can best explain how my brain works. Sometimes, you know how people have FOMO. Yeah, yeah. But it usually applies to like social situations or like parties, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, my FOMO applies to opportunities. Yeah, I will kick myself if I miss out on opportunities. And so I work my absolute fucking hardest to make sure that I don't miss out on things and that I get all the things done that I like want to. But I'm always constantly disappointed in myself because 
I cannot achieve all of the things in my head. Well, it's not I mean, possible. Not for it's nothing. Not possible. Like I feel like that's even more of an excuse to like literally just like take an off year. Because the thing oh, of, the thing about that is like if you operate, which I get that because that was kind of always my one thing when I was designing decals for not fast or doing anything for not fast for that matter. It's kind of like if you don't do it right now, somebody else is going to do it before you. I'm never and even that, worried about that. Well, that that always haunted me. But what I was going to say is like. When you're like that and you operate like that and you're like, I got it, I got it, I got it, you have all of this like leftover kinetic energy from each new cycle where you pick a different thing Mm -hmm. that just follows you. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you like take, you know, a year, however long you want to take where you just like put all of it on the floor and just kind of leave it there, you're able to come back and be fresher and kind of look at all of that and see like, is any of this worth... If any of this is worth like looking at, yeah. let's look at it. Further well, it than was, that, like let's just look forward and try this again. It was like it's like what you're saying. <laughs> Liam hates being at the booth, being stuck at the booth all day. He can't wait to be the guy exactly. running the show. Exactly. You know what's funny? Before I was a vendor for shows, I was the guy running around filming and shooting the shows. I've never been able to go to car shows and just enjoy myself. So yeah, that's that, that's that on me. That's now. my own psychological problems. But um the the Friday was was really chill and there was a there was a pre meet which was actually sick. Um, I I, really I, I pulled the car the up and you know obviously like I said I got super overwhelmed Liam with people really trying to talk to me. But <laughs> no, but I, I got I got really sunburnt too, bro. I got really I was sunburnt. Fucking dying when I the first so I hadn't seen Liam all day mm-hmm. because I worked that day and so I showed up. And unf- admittedly, I did exactly what he was just like, please don't do that. Well, I didn't like try and start a conversation with you, but you were talking to somebody and I came up and like slapped your chest and I was like, hey, buddy. And I handed you the Arizona tea. You remember? Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, the Arizona no, tea no, was, that was, that was yesterday. Saturday, yeah. But no, on the pre-meet day, I walked up and I like patted your chest. I was like, hey, buddy, because I had just gotten off work mm. and you were in the middle of talking to somebody. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. How long have you been in the sun? <laughs> His face was red as fuck. Yeah. His face was so red. I couldn't get away from it, man. People people would be talking. But no, it was... Dude, I, I... I hate that you like felt so overwhelmed and I get it. But I, I enjoyed the fuck out of the premium. It was it like... It looked sick. That was, that was another one where I just like... I was kind of blown away because I was getting uninterrupted laps. Yeah. Of just like walking around and just yeah. seeing what was there and it's just like that's so it's so funny because i hate how like weirdly conceited it sounds to for for me mm. to be like oh, my millions of adoring you know fans and friends like didn't you know what i mean <laughs> but it's like it's just it really is nice like when you can go to a show and just look at shit just mm-hmm. like appreciate cars yeah for the fact that they're cars and somebody built them I think and this is cool. uh, I think this is why I have this drive for when my car is done to not take it to stance shows. I want to take it to different shows. Like I want to go to the classic car shows. I want to go to like hot rod shows. If you pull up to a lowrider show once that thing's done, I think it would fucking kill. Honestly, I, yeah, I think it probably. I think if I pulled up to a, a hot rod show, I think that. Oh, I we, think the honesty it would get respect to the hot rod show. I I don't know. It would definitely get attention. With all the boomers there, respect is kind well, of... Well, okay. Well, because listen... The, me, it's like, Don, a, the me, and like Dante, a rat me and Dante took his fucking Supra 
to a hot rod show. That's no, we did that. I'm no, I know, saying, but I'm saying that's that's different though. Is it though? It's a super crazy setup Japanese car. That thing's way more wild than my car is. I feel like my car, uh, my car's wild, but dude, it's understated to to the demographic to the general demographic. Yeah. Of American hot rods and rat rods, the rat rod guys would probably be They'll like, "That's like pretty it, cool." Yeah. But the hot rod guys are going to be like, "What the fuck is that shit?" That's true. They're not going to care true. that it's fucking like well, crazy low and iced out. But regardless, I guess, I guess we'll see. The I attention, the attention will be there, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see people's That's reactions. Not to say that I want want the attention. Uh, he I only just, built the car for attention. Yes. Yes. That's literally 100%. like that's that's why I'm on my podcast talking about how I hate so many yeah. people talking in, to me <laughs> in all of his YouTube videos. No, oh, the dude. minute he turns the camera off, he's like, God, I'm gonna get so much attention for this, dude. I saw a tweet the other day that I've never related like more to. Yeah. Somebody said, people say I built my car for attention. But I have a panic attack at every stoplight when people look at me. <laughs> I was like, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, I've joked about, well, not even joked. I've talked about how, like, when the car's done, I'll, like, have all the interior stuff done. Yeah. I want to take the tint off so people can see the interior. <laughs> I don't want like, that. I'm not going to take I the tint off anymore. I literally do not I'm want that. I'm just going to make it even darker now. No, I don't want people to fucking see me. I want to enjoy my car, but holy shit, I get so fucking anxious at the attention <laughs> that it gets. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, anyways, no, it's, it's anyways, good. that's good. The show. I want to get onto the actual show. Um, obviously, like I said, I was at the booth the whole day, which the booth was crazy. We had, I tell everyone the same thing. I always do these tan windbreakers for Riverside and, you know, very limited numbers of them. And I tell everyone I'm not selling them until spectator roll in, which spectator was 12. And so, Everybody was coming up before 12 and like, hey, can I get a jacket in this size? I'm like, nope. I <laughs> nope. I was like, nope, I don't want to sell them until 12 because I want to make sure that everybody has an equal opportunity to get these. Um, and it kind of it creates that demand. And at 12 o'clock, I had a line of easily 150 people like from the booth all the way back. It was insane. And and for the first hour or so, it was absolutely madness. And I want to say a huge shout out to Q. Q was one of my booth yeah, cars. Yeah, Q's a super cool guy, man. He had a UCF20 like mine that's high radius. He His car is a lot wider than mine, but it's, it's this uh, dark green color. Uh, it's got a, a Prius rear bumper, I think. Or maybe it's from some like newer Lexus. You use, yeah. SUV. I don't know why I was trying to say UCF for a second. Um, super, super sick car. Uh, it's on SSR Koenigs too. Really, really good dude. He like he could see that I was about to be insanely busy. Shout out to him and Madison. Madison was helping me run the booth. Q was literally, while people were in line, he was going down the line and taking people's orders. And I didn't even realize he was doing this. Like, people would come up to the booth and I'm like, hey, what can I help Q you with? He was like, let me hit you up with some Chick-fil-A madness right now. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Like, people would come up to the, get to the front of the line and I'd be like, hey, what can I help you with? I'm like, oh, no, I've already been helped. And I was like, by I, whom? I, I turn around and like they've already like stacked up the orders ahead so that they can like get them in the bags and get everything ready and then all i have to do is like talk to the people you know have a chit chat for a second and and do the transaction i was like what the fuck so shout out to q for why just why did we wait until my last show to do this? i know but like <laughs> 
Madison was killing it all day. She was working super hard. And, and Q, shout out for just taking the initiative and doing that. That helped me a ton. So for the first like hour and a half, it was pretty crazy. And then, you know, we didn't have the line after that, but it was consistent all day. It was, it was madness. Um, Not so. for nothing, just on a very small like personal note. Q is such a cool guy. Q, if you're listening, you're such a cool guy. Mm-hmm. And the way that we like so had you met him in person before nope, that ne- never met you. so the perfect that little saga right there is fucking perfect and it happens to me and i'm sure to basically everybody at riverside every single year mm-hmm. so we went to hair um hair if, the y- dog. if y'all are ever in chattanooga go to hair to the dog and get chicken tenders they're amazing um so we went to hair and it was who was it, it was you me gage ben victoria was it was just us right yeah. Yeah. So we went there and um Q just kind of showed up mm-hmm. and he just sat down with us and like all of a sudden we're all just fucking chilling, mm-hmm. chatting, talking about LSs and shit. And then we all just kind of ended up hanging out the next day too and yeah. all of a sudden Q's our fucking friend. Like yeah, he's Q, just he's Q's just, the fucking homie now. Like and it's like I'd have him stay here for a weekend for sure. Like, that's Q, Q, come hang out. <laughs> that's kind of how I think that really is the feeling that makes it for all of us. And this is this is not a specifically Riverside thing. In my experience, this is a specifically car friends thing. Yeah. But Riverside does such a good. The fact that Riverside is Riverside and it's in Chattanooga mm-hmm. because Chattanooga is like so self-contained. There's so many more opportunities for it to happen. But, like, that dude you've talked to on the internet a couple times, meeting them in person, they're cool as fuck, and by the end of the weekend, you're, like, homies. Good friends, yeah. Dude, that is, like, the coolest fucking feeling. Oh, yeah. It is the coolest. And it was, like, that was a perfect, perfect example of that. Yeah, like shout, we shout all, out to Q for, for We all met him, you know. Being cool. What, what day was that? Uh, was, was that Friday? I no, think. I was Thursday. Oh, was yeah. Thursday after okay. my meet, yeah. And so, anyway. Yeah, I just want to point that out. Q's a super, super cool guy. His car is fucking incredible. Yeah. And that was just, that little process was just. Oh, it was dope. Awesome. But, but yeah, enough enough about me at the show. Um, I want to I wanna talk about your experience with the show and some of the cars that you saw and, and some of the highlights. So, <clears throat> like I said, I mean, my my experience was pretty simple. It was just really dynamic for me because, like I said, the idea that I got four uninterrupted laps, and I'm talking about the entire show. I just burped. I'm sorry if anybody heard <laughs> that. I like tried to keep my mouth closed. I uh, <laughs> I'm talking about the entire the entire show, like expo, spectator, mm-hmm. lot, and pavilion. The entire show. Yeah. Um. So like. <laughs> After the first two laps, I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to do this again. No. And I just, because, you know, it's like every time I would like notice a new one or I would like take a look, whatever. And it was just like, that was so interesting to me because like we said, I think for most of us back when we started this, at least for most photographers, probably, um, you know, back when you got into this stuff, you were just kind of, what is that called? Like parking lot lurking or something. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of what you did. Yeah. Especially if you didn't really have like friends that were into this yet. That's just what you did. And it was kind of like, you know, I guess it depends on the person. Some people probably were like, damn, I wish I could have made some friends. And other people were like, I don't fucking like people. I'm totally yeah. doing this. You I just want to look at cars. So, but the point is, it's like, 
I've just gotten so used to like running into people and realistically even when you run into somebody and you're doing laps with them Hmm. it's like that's really nice but i can't speak for anybody else but a part of me like in situations like that i really enjoy doing that but i enjoy a lot more if i've had my lap yeah to be myself see everything and then afterwards you can kind of social right because when you're when you're talking to somebody as you're doing that you're like missing stuff and it's like no it's not that deep excuse me oh lord (laughs) but it's not that deep but the point is like it is that deep for me you know what i mean i I want to be able to walk around and just quietly look at what is there yeah um well you did so you did some looking and yeah so let's talk about some of the things that you you've seen i'm I'm gonna and like i said just to quickly uh reiterate this i am going to put all of the photos that I took this weekend in a highlight reel on the substance mat account. Um, unfortunately, unless anything changes, unfortunately, and I know a lot of you guys hate this and we kind of hate it too, but the logistics just work out that way. Um, we probably will not be posting the photos on the YouTube I mean, unless Liam tells me I'm wrong, but no. well, that, just because they're they're story pictures. I was gonna say we're just gonna to that to that saw. extent. Um, you know, you can go look at what we're talking about and every everything else, um, in the substance Matt story. It'll be you know ready to go, ready for you to look at when this releases. But um, I think I just half of some of these stories have actually disappeared by now. No, I, I'll get on my, okay, my archive. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay, but. Yeah, the um, this you know doing that and putting that doing coverage, I guess, as it were, like substance mat coverage. Um, it's kind of interesting that as a podcast we could do coverage of a, an event, but honestly, it's that's kind of a cool because nobody's doing that. Well, I didn't, I didn't even really realize that's what I was doing until yeah. those DMs where people were like thanking me, were kind of like, "Hey, thanks for doing coverage," and I was like, "Yeah, I guess I kind of am." Like this kind of opens up another thing <laughs> that I'd never really considered. Like a podcast could, we could have coverage from events and like legitimately on an episode. Y'all are talk y'all are about watching our experience this start from the ground floor. Yeah, right it's now. so this interesting as as this develops. But um, yeah, so I think. It's cool to me. I don't know if it's cool to anybody else, but you know, if you go, if you had been going through um, my story and looking at all these cars, you're seeing everything that if you were doing laps with me, I would have stopped to look at. Yeah. So the, these are cars that are of your like personal taste, the stuff that you're yes, into. Yes. These yeah. are the cars that that really stopped me in my tracks. Um, so. Oh, this is gonna be. Is that pre-meet? Just to just, just. Oh, do the, you can. Okay. Yeah, just do the show. Oh, thank okay. God. Um, well, no, there's one that that was at the pre-meet that I want to talk about. Really. All right, yeah, let's do it. So I have never seen anything even remotely like this, but it was a Yo. Lexus IS350 that was a full spec rally car. Dude, it, that looks so. F- is it all drive? Or is it uh, rear? It's probably. I mean, those are rear from the factory, so it's probably rear wheel drive. They made. Like, I think they made old drive models. That's oh, fucking, they did. Actually, yeah, you're right. It probably that is, is then. crazy. But I have no idea. I don't have enough technical knowledge to know. First of all, I wanted to see what motor was in there mm. because it had 
a manual transmission. Uh-huh. Um, those cars did not come with manual at all. Well, yeah, they did. Holy that, that fuck, gen- they yeah, did. That generation I see. I'm having get. to like run back literally everything I was saying. <laughs> the, the point is, it was a full spec, caged, gutted, like ignition switch rally car. That's um, pretty wild. And it was an IS three. It was it was so crazy. Um, and it looked it looked fucking great. But yeah, so the pre meet, um, I enjoyed a lot. There were some really cool cars there. Um, so I guess the first one that I want to talk about that was at the show and our meet. Oh yeah, was this S fifteen? Oh yeah. Um, if you were at the show, I'm sure you know exactly what I was talking about. It's a silver S fifteen. With an RB26 with a yellow valve cover. This mm. is one of those cars where it's literally like no expenses spared. No, this, Every, this thing is perfect. It is it is like dream spec. Um, Dude, it's got the sickest canards on it I've ever seen. Like it, they float, like canards kind of piss me off a lot of the time. These flow really <laughs> fucking well. I'm not a motorsports guy, and so I kind of get like. When things don't flow and they're just there, I get that like a lot of things are there for function. Yeah. Sometimes the function doesn't have the form and it like drives me nuts. This has the function and the form. So it's sick. The guy that the guy if I if I'm correct, I haven't been correct here in the last five minutes, <laughs> but if I'm correct, the uh, the guy who built this, uh, his Instagram handle is at ping is Asian. Mm-hmm. And I have not yet seen a car that he's built that is not and this was like this level. This was next to the Tuner Evo booth, so that totally makes sense because Tuner Evo events have been known for very, very high quality cars like this one. So definitely good representation for them with that. Damn, got another picture at the engine bay. That's, that's yeah. Let me let me let me run y'all through just a little couple off rip things. So it has. I have no idea what size turbo, but it has the. No, nah, never mind. I'm just gonna make myself look like an idiot. But it's a uh, it's an RB26 DTT. Um, but looking at it now, I think they just did a big single turbo conversion. Um, it's just super clean, man. It's just it's just super clean. It's it's shaved. Everything <clears throat> looks how you think it would look on a really expensive, really clean, <laughs> yeah, fucking S15. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a spec R actually. All right. Next car, next but, car. I'm so this. This yes. is Luke, Luke so, Turner's E36. We can kind of describe it now that we're looking at a picture of it. This is so it's an E36. It is. I guess you'd say this was a wide body. It it's, is. It's, it's um. It's not Street Hunter because I think that that's like TJ Hunt's collaboration with the same company, but it's something. LA Street something that makes this wide body kit. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember exactly. Somebody's yeah. gonna somebody's gonna correct me on it, but it's it's a wide body kit on this E36. It's like big wide. I certainly don't know, um, but it is. It's just so good. So if you've ever seen like the oh my god, I don't know fucking BMW. It's like a it's the really really well known like 70s CSL or CSI race car, mm-hmm. um, and. They it's got a did red, one. red, blue, white, and yellow livery on it. Yeah, so it's an art car. It's literally, at least that's what it was back then, and I would argue that this was an art car too. But, you know, the interior is set up like it's a, it's a fucking race car. At least it's set up like a race car. Uh, oh, it's, it's, well, so it's a drift car. 
but he hasn't actually used it for drifting yet. Uh, that's why it's still pretty. Um, but it's crazy, crazy setup. It's, car. it's an art car. It's yeah. it's just really yeah. Really shout out, cool. shout out to Luke Turner. Uh, I think his Instagram is Turner E36 or something. If you search Luke Turner or Turner E36, or even if you search Obsessed Worldwide, you'll be able to find his account somewhere. So I can't remember off the top of my head. Sick car. That is. One of the L's that I took this weekend. Not getting, like, the Instagram handles? No. What? Fucking not getting anything from Obsessed Worldwide. Uh, I literally saw, like, three or four different shirts that I was like, fuck, I want that. Yeah, and I, I did. I got shirts. And I didn't go back by and get anything. I, at so. the 90s only, me, I made sure to grab one of the uh, the art shirts because they're fucking cool as hell. I'm still holding that L right now. <laughs> um, oh, is that an RCF? RCF with the Advan livery. Yeah. That's fucking cool. It, um, no, it is pretty cool. There are parts of it that I'm not like, I could like them more if they were something different, but it is a really cool car. Um, so we're going to talk about this for a second. Kexta's fucking C4. The, this C4, and I do not fucking remember. Initially, I thought it was a C West kit. And as per usual, I was incorrect. No, um, it's not. I don't remember what kit it is. It's actually, apparently he was saying that it was like a very limited edition. It's not an OEM option, but it's like one of those adjacent performance companies. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. No, I don't remember. But honestly, it's super, it's super, super like (laughs) long. Yeah. It's really long and it's just. This this thing is cool. I we definitely have to give some some shout out to Michael Michael Kexa for building this thing. He used to have that bagged SC four hundred. Uh, it was brown with uh, Infinite Works on it. Really really like kind of crazy car with a really big body kit. So he's now gotten rid of that and has a C four Corvette. And this thing is just it's so I just nineties. Exactly. Well, and I have a particular affinity for this. Well, you say nineties, I'd say this was an eighties. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a fair. I have fair a, a particular affinity for this car because if you look at it and if you think about how I always talk about what my style is, this is like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is that. It's got the the turbo fans on it that are just about as big as the fucking wheels themselves. Yeah, this like, is the most like 80s futuristic looking it, fucking thing ever. And it was just it's just awesome. It just looks awesome and it's just like this is this is fucking retro wave personified in a car. Like yeah. it's just it's really good. It's like cocaine white. I just I really enjoyed it a lot. Let me look at this. Dude, um, it's it is something, man. and it's just really clean. It's really well set up. the 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 height honestly accentuates how long the car is and how low the body line is. Yeah, even more, the wing is great. I mean, like it's just it's really good. What's cool about it is it's one of those cars that like takes a chassis that I would never look at and be like, damn, that's actually really cool. C4s have never been oh, cool to me. Speak C- for yourself. I love C4s. Oh, well, fair enough. I was going to say, for, for me, C4s have always been the most uncool looking thing. If I see someone in a C4 with sunglasses on thinking they look cool, I'm like, no, you look fucking stupid. But this... Well, this changes Liam, my Liam fun. just told me I look fucking stupid because no. I if I if I could <laughs> I would be that guy in a C4 wearing something. Yeah, probably with a mullet too, huh? But no, yeah, sure. like I this car changes that for me. Like this is this looks fantastic and it like I don't know. I guess it just changes my mind. It open it opens my mind to the potential of like doing cool shit with And this is what I was 
talking to somebody about. That's all it takes. Yeah. All it, it takes is one single car that somebody does the right way, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're like, it's oh, a cool fuck. car. Yeah, you see the potential. You can do cool things exactly. with that car. It, t- it, uh, it definitely takes a certain type of person to see potential in shitty, like, not shitty, but different platforms. Well, so, okay, the... That was honestly like that. This just kind of slid in there. That was honestly one of, if not the biggest thing that I kind of was always looking for with like not fast and the people that I would like associate that with Mm. is I I do that a lot. Mm. I look at cars that if, even if they're just a little bit cool for me, yeah, I'm going to look at them for a really long time and be like, what could you do? Yeah. There's something that you could do there. Now, whether it was like commercially available remains to be seen, but that's where, you know, custom shit comes in. Right, right. But it's like, that was always my thing. And I still do that because I have fun doing that. So it's like, when you run into people that think that way, Mm -hmm. those are my favorite kind of people to talk to. Like, there's a guy in our Discord that I met uh, this weekend, and... Oh shit! Yeah, he he and my man. I I did meet enough people where I can't quite remember your name, and I'm so sorry. Um, but he, I almost wish I could have seen myself because oh, I he was, was I was watching, I was enjoying. Well, he how was, excited you were. He was there, and he came up, and then we were just kind of chatting. He's like, "Yeah, man, I I really like the podcast." And then he was like. He's like, yeah, I'm the one with the Stratus. And I just about jumped out of my fucking chair to shake that man's mm-hmm. hand. Like he, I'm just so excited about it. He has a first generation Dodge Stratus. That is a car that 98% of people would be like, that belongs in the junkyard. Yeah. Like people just could not give a single fuck about that. Well, I, when he first posted it up in the discord off rip, I was fucking excited because he had it on. I think there were like the 1552 track series. Um, I think they're six spoke. It's a really like sporty looking mm-hmm. wheel. And it immediately like unlocked the memory of photos that I've seen of those cars doing super touring. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, that's kind of what I'm aiming for. And I'm that's like, fucking cool. this fucking guy yeah, he gets it. knows what dude. So again, I generally feel really bad for not remembering your name right now, bro. But like you are doing it right. Um, and it's just, those are the people that excite me the most mm. that will just take it from like this really random angle mm-hmm. because you can do, that's just the way that I am. You can have a, look, you can have a bunch of cars that are like that S 15 quality. Mm. And if you put one car that doesn't have all the expensive shit, but is like that takes that angle, takes a car that people don't usually look at and does something cool with it. Yep. My focus is going to be on that car. You're absolutely right. I do the same thing. I um, do the exact same thing. And so, yeah, I just, that was kind of an offshoot of the C4 thing, but I just love that. And, oh, well, let me, I hope it, I hope it, <laughs> shout out to Zach and Misguided Media. Like yeah, let's, next- get, let's give Zach a shout out for how sick that booth was. We had Zach on the podcast to talk about his business, Misguided Media. If you were at Riverside and you went to the Misguided Media booth and didn't buy anything, shame on you because that man put in some work to make that booth look sick. He had it set up like it was my damn living room. It's a it's a boutique shop. It literally That's is. That's exactly what it is. And everything was so cool. Dude, he had his giant VHS fucking 
Like, yeah, the fucking fucking camera that was sit- like I saw him walk like Zach dresses like he's from the nineties, and he's walking around with this massive brick of a fucking camera over his shoulder. That shit was hard. <laughs> he said the battery died before he could even get many good clips. But I was like, damn. Oh fuck! This yeah. shit just looked cool to I, see. Though. I made it into the video before the battery <laughs> Did you really? died. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. His his booth was so well set up, and and if you haven't checked out Misguided Media yet, you really should. Like he's he's just putting in effort and, and detail where most people aren't, and and I really appreciate him for that. Yeah. Well, you can, you guys already know how we feel. Yeah. About that. <laughs> Um, Black Cloud was mm-hmm. there. Um, that this is the same car that I saw at Import Alliance. Oh, was it? Yeah, that's the exact same car. So, yeah, I was uh, honestly wanted to try and talk to him, but he was not there, which is fine. Um, and I guess I guess they had ultimately they just had a uh, a small booth space because they just had the Corolla. Mm. Um, yeah. Was that oh, same, why am same- I not? connecting of course it's that it same is. green corolla connecting that, I, that? that I, we'd shown from import alliance yeah. last week um so yeah i mean and i finally i have no idea how i went this long without getting one but real quick aside and i'll show, i haven't showed you the decal yet i put it on the, the tsx yesterday but it's called mr fangs and it's mm-hmm. a character that totem like started doing like forever ago Mm. that just became like at least for like i don't want to say an unofficial mascot for atlanta but it's an unofficial mascot for atlanta <laughs> okay. he just it's like this little ghost character that he just started painting all around atlanta yeah and then he started making decals and he started putting those everywhere mm. and so any it's kind of like an if you know you know kind of deal but like they're everywhere in mm. atlanta and so like mr fangs for people that know him and know about him, it's like him and Atlanta at the same time. Yeah. And they've been selling those decals for a really long time. And, you and I've just never, like, I just, it always slips past me to, like, order one or I didn't have money at the time and this and that. Oh, real, real quick. Yeah. I need you and anybody listening to this to hold me accountable. I'm, I'm now completely convinced <laughs> Did I talk about being broke and how I don't have money so much? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, my God. So for now on, for now on, guys, well, that's, that's I'm where just the... going to say I didn't have the resources at the time, but mm. soon. The, well, that's where the perpetually broke thing comes from. I know, but now we definitely shouldn't make that decal because it's going to curse everybody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I am going to chill out with that because I feel like it's self-fulfilling prophecy. Anyway. I finally got a Mr. Fang's decal. Mm. I'm really excited. I got it in my car. Um, I wanted to get a t-shirt, and I honestly meant to go back and get one, and I forgot, mm. but I can just probably order off their website. But yeah, if you guys um, haven't, definitely go look at Black Cloud Battalion because they have some really, really fucking cool merch. Totem designs all of yep. it, and it is just really, really cool. Um, but anyway, moving on, I suppose. Um, oh, so there yep. was, we can, I mean, there's not a lot to that, but it was a, no, I, it was I, a gold. I know them too. Oh really? Yeah. It's a six, four, right? Or is it a six, three? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you, I but it, there, it's there's an Impala, four. it's an Impala wagon. Shout out to stitch boots. Um, it's, uh, Brian and Caitlin from M works up in Cincinnati. They have a bunch of really cool cars, but this is one of them. It's a, uh, it's an Impala wagon. 
I don't know if it's 6'4 or 6'3, but it's I fucking think, sick. I think it's a 6'4, but it could be a 6'3 because I think they were the same front end. But anyway, yeah, this is very sick. It's on Dayton's. This car. So, yes, this, this is, is this is my friend is a, Josh's uh, Chaser that he just finished up. It, was it black or was it green? No, it's black. It's black. Okay, I couldn't tell because I've only seen pictures of it. I very briefly saw it yesterday. But this car is extremely well done. They it just is. did all the body work and painted it. And I mean, every car that Josh has ever had, uh, this is Theraflu for anybody that is curious on Instagram. He has had a 800 horsepower, 800 wheel horsepower STI that's fucking insane. Um, an FDRX7 that is Millennium Jade. Uh, and now he has this Chaser. Every car he's ever built has been very he's one very, of those very very nice um but yeah this this chaser i mean it's on what are those called minervas let me see yes they're like it's like five split spokes yeah ssr minervas um the kit i literally couldn't tell you because so many so many kits end up blending together where they look similar yeah and if you don't know the chassis you don't i want to say my friend told me it was a vertex kit it could be. Could I be. Maybe we, I know. We could, we're probably sounding ignorant. And, and anybody who knows. Because we are about anybody, like Somebody really, who knows Chase is like, no, that is this yeah. kit. And I'm like, well. well our I'm, disclaimer is we're, we don't have encyclopedic knowledge the about only, kits. The only or thing I have kids. encyclopedic knowledge about is fucking LS400s. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> so I get to be that person where I'm like, no, it's a Vleen kit, not an in-game. <laughs> So really quick shout out to my friend Joey Hoke at Hokey Pokey on Instagram. He's a super cool guy. Me and Joey have known each other for a good while. He's a really, really good photographer. He shoots primarily in film. Um, so go check him out. But Ooh, I saw a lot of people shooting film yesterday. Really? A lot. Which you know, you know what that says about a person with how busy that venue was? If you're if you are shooting film in a venue where there's thousands of people walking in your shot every second. You got some motherfucking patience. That's a real. Yeah. That's a real photographer there. If you're able to go into a, an event space like that and shoot film, good on you. Yeah, that's fucking sick. If you get some good pictures, like if you see any film pictures on social media after this weekend from Riverside, just know that they worked hard as fuck to get that shot because you couldn't take a damn picture for shit in that. Yeah, like it was so busy. So shout out to all of the film photographers and every photographer in general. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I don't mean no. You're you're good, dude. So, really fun story about this. Joey, so the, for anybody that was there, the orange IS300 with the TRD front bumper and the gold AVS6s that were sitting out front. That is Joey's car. Mm. Joey had had that car since, like, it was stock. Um, and it was just, like, there was always something about it that he wanted to fix that just wasn't getting done mm. for various reasons. It was never like mechanic, like he used to drift in and shit. Mm. Um, so, but I always, he always just had a really, really cool vision for it. Mm. Well, eventually he ended up having to sell it. Um, I don't remember if it's just because he needed money or what the deal was, but he had to sell it and he sold it to Alex Grant mm. uh, at Tradfrisk. Tradfrisk trad fisk who i would really like to have on the podcast um but anyway so he sold it to him i've mentioned alex on the podcast before all of his all he's a photographer and he's incredible at that and he builds cars and he's incredible at that mm. um so anyway he bought it from joey 
And he basically changed some stuff up, but then also tied up all the loose ends that Joey was unable to tie up. Yeah. Ever since then, Joey was saving in the case that he could get it back. Really? Last week, he bought it back from him. That's fucking awesome. And I, he told me that, and I was so, dude, I was so fucking excited for him. Because, like, I, like, I was just so, because I can only imagine, like, it would kind of be the same thing. I don't just think about that. You, you sell a car to somebody that you really, really care about. Yeah. And they buy it from you. Not only do they, like, take care of it and tie up all the loose ends that you couldn't, they added even more cool shit to it, and then you were able to buy it back. That's awesome. It was it was just awesome. So shout out to Joey. He's a super cool guy, and I'm just I was really excited to hear that story. Um, Majesta. There's, yep, there's Scooter's Majesta that was uh, out back. It's white, silver, two tone, just like yeah, Liam he, and I both. Gold Bazares on it. He actually, I think he swung by the booth because somebody came by and was talking about Majesta. I hadn't put two and two together that it was that car that that was Scooter, but. Yeah, shout out to Scooter because yeah, that car is fucking that sick. That car is just so nice. Um, so Ooh, E46 on, I saw this at the 90s Meet. Me, uh, uh, me, e, it's yeah. Meisters, right? Yeah, E46 on Work Meisters, really simple setup. Free facelift uh, too, which is yeah, sometimes is a hard sell for me. It's got an M bumper on it. Car. It's wrapped purple or painted purple maybe. Really just cool, clean looking car. It's a sedan. Big fan. So shout out to Mason. Mason shout Willett. Shout out to Mason Willett. He... Uh, his I can never fucking there's like a whole I I tried there is so I tried many to levels get of him nerdy shit that you go into about this car. But it is like it's a it's a BMW it's L7. It's a BMW L7 and they only made a very small number of them. I don't remember the small number. They were not offered in a manual transmission. Ultimately, Mason described it pretty well this weekend when we were asked, like we told him to describe it to one of our other friends. And he was just like, ultimately, it's like a really rare car that BMW made, but it's junk. So nobody has any nice ones left, <laughs> but it's a really cool car. But and his is, he, is he has cool a nice one. Together, it's, so. it's just very, he put a lot of emphasis on being period correct. And mm-hmm. it's just, he's got great taste just as a car builder anyway. So it's. Oh, and he just, very he cool. just wrapped it two-tone. Like, yeah, he, he did. Last second. He's like, you know what? This would look good if it was two-tone. I approve because I love everything two-tone. So. <laughs> Yeah. So yes, that was very cool. Um, this guy, yes, this is my this favorite guy car you right posted. here. So it is a. I have no idea what year. It, it's pretty pretty round and bubbly. So I'm sure it's like late nineties. But the only reason I know, I don't know exactly what year it is, but it is late nineties because I had I had a Ford Escort. Oh really? Yeah, my daily was a Ford Escort. In Shout England? out to end. No, no, no. Here, really? Yeah, like last year. Oh. That's I didn't expect. That. Yeah, I I I got a a five hundred dollar Ford Escort oh, from my homie never Andrew mind. Kitchen. I do remember you it was a me about it was this. a five speed. Okay, so what we're looking at right now is an Escort wagon. It's like late nineties. I want to say like yeah, ninety seven to ninety nine ish. But yeah, it's a, it's a white Escort wagon. Are the what wheels are those? I do not know. I don't know what brand they are, but they're just like really cool. Very, it's like a four span esque four spoke wheel. And that um, I don't think that bumper is. It's, it's got like it's a, a kit on it. It's a lip. It's, well, it's got a lip, but I don't even know if the bumper is factory. That might be like an upgraded bumper or from like the higher model. I have no idea. I don't know enough about that car. 
but it's a fucking escort it's, wagon it's that's slammed really, on like fifteens. Fifteens fifteen inch four spokes. I think they're fifteens. Fifteens or sixteens with a four spoke with a fat lip. It's white. It's but a that's, wagon. I've it's another one of those cars. Exactly. And, never I'm, see and potential I'm sitting here it. looking at it's like you look at the line, like the whole the the roof line of it being a wagon and the way it comes down. Mm-hmm. It's fucking cool. This Nobody so ever cool. would have looked at that car and been like, that thing's got some pretty cool lines. You'd be like, no, that thing is ugly as fuck. Do you know what's even better? Is like, I really liked my Escort. It, it fucking, it threw timing and like blew itself up basically. <laughs> but I really enjoyed driving that thing because it was a manual. It was decently peppy for what it was. It was like a fucking two liter and it like, it felt kind of fun as fuck to drive. You know, it was the Dude, only. No, 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 no! Don't run that. It can be okay. No, let me, hold on. Well, okay, let me it, say it was the really only quick. manual car I'd had for years, and so I beat the living shit Some, out of it. And it was so. Fucking I just want to say something. Some people are so scared to like say that a car is fun or they enjoy driving it because it's shit. <laughs> because it's like shit. Yeah, dude. If a car is fun, it's but fucking fun. That's fair. That's fair. You but, can if a. You can drive a fucking golf cart, and if it's well, fun no. to drive, it's fun to drive. It, it's funny because the manual car that I owned before that yeah. was a fucking Mustang, like 500 <laughs> horsepower Mustang. So It's fun to do. It's but, like dude, Miatas, I saw, man. Yeah, no, it is. I loved my Escort. It was fucking awesome. So, yeah, I had, right. a, I had a... When I saw this on your story this morning... I got like dummy excited and then kind of mad that I didn't actually get to see it in person. But I was like, I was like, that's really fucking cool. I want that. I miss my escort. So really quick, I'm going to go to my actual, like foot, my camera roll on my phone to mm-hmm. show you what was parked next to that at the pre-meet is so, so fucking cool. And I'm trying to find him because Ben said he's local because he had a Hamilton County plate and I didn't notice it. Is that a MR2? It's a, it's like I don't remember the chassis code, but it's like a first gen super boxy MR2. Mm. This Are was Rega Masters. I don't. I I think no, they're, they're Rega Masters style, but the yeah. the spokes aren't fat enough. Um, but I don't even care. They look good. I don't give a fuck if they're real or fake or what. But this, first of all, this badge did not come on those mm. like from the factory. But I'm pretty sure it is like an OEM. Uh, I'm pretty sure it came on the JDM cars. I don't remember, but that's really cool. It's got like a little, a little red uh, crest Eagle badge on the front. But one of my favorite parts of that car was he had contour pinstriping. That's mm. like the neon pink and the neon blue mm. that everybody, um, I, I th- for a second, for a with. second, I thought that that was chromatic aberration from your camera. <laughs> no, but no, that's actually, Interesting. That's that's so, cool. I like that. But this is probably my favorite part. And this is most likely just a personal preference. But like, I've never seen one of these with a wing on it. And this is a fucking Damn. like big obnoxious wing. And there's no rear bumper. To me, that's such a cool, like fucking really gritty, sporty look. Yeah. And it's You know just, what's really funny is the 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 wing looks like an exact mirror. Of the fucking roof. Like, yeah. Look, look at that roof. It literally line. does. It lit- it literally literally the, does. I didn't even notice The that. wing's the same height as the roof, and it literally, like, the, if the roof comes down one That's way, it goes flat, hilarious. and then the wing just goes up the other way. I didn't way. even notice like that until mirror. you said that. But yeah, that I saw that that was parked next to the escort wagon at the preemie, and That's I was ridiculous. just, I thought it was so cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but so here's, I actually thought of the last episode when I saw this, because it's ES. an ES. Yep. Um, 
This is a cool good, little... good little red S chassis there, a bricky fucking S thirteen. So oh that thing that so thing's super clean. It, it is super clean. The only thing that I would change is to get a spacer in the back. Yeah, it's, it's uh, is it's, it a Laurel? It's a little sunk. No, that's a that's a JZX eighty one. This is this one was a Cresta. No, this is a Mark two. So these they had Mark twos. Yeah, okay, this is a Mark II because that's the only one that had this front end. This is a Mark II. They had Crestas. Mm-hmm. So not Cressida, yeah. but Cresta. Cresta. But then I believe the Cressida sounds hilarious pronouncing like that just yeah. for explanation purposes, but they were all in the same chassis. Mm. But the Mark IIs and the Crestas were JDM. Okay. They were only available in Japan. Uh, Tywin... My friend Tywin in Detroit at Certain Victory um, has one of these, one of the coolest ones out there. Even though he would disagree. Wait, with so me. what is this? This is a this Mark is a II. Mark II. This is a JZX eighty one Mark II. It sounded fantastic. I heard it drive by. It sounded. They're one J cars. That's why it sounded wonderful. Yeah, they're they're one J cars. So, um, but his is really really cool. It's it's been down for a while just because he's you know been doing a lot of life stuff, but um. His was one of my favorites. He had a Hippo Sleek kit on it mm. um, with Koenigs, like big boy Koenigs that he was running for a while. But I'm hoping that that car will make a make a comeback here someday soon. But anyway, when I first saw his, because he actually picked me up from the airport in it the last time I was in Detroit when it was still pretty new to him. Mm. And I was like, dude, this thing is so fucking sick. And they're just really, really cool cars, and I would love to have one, frankly. But anyway, we'll move on from that. It's just a really, really cool-looking uh, Mark II. Andrew Kitchens, GS. The Oh, wait. Did he change wheels? Since, since Southern Fresh? Those are the same wheels. No, those are the same wheels. He's always at those work LS407s or 207s, whatever the fuck they are. Well, Andrew, it's a neat boy. Yeah, his GS is really Good cool. Good job, buddy. Um. That this, Yankee mate, yeah the the Yankee mate Z. I, I had seen it. I had seen it around. It's a, yeah, it's a pretty I've, neat little unit. I've seen this car a bunch of times. I love this car. It's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty neat little unit. Ooh, just yeah. yeah so just really quick, and I, I have I have since gotten the owner's Instagram, Instagram mm. but it was a is a TS wagon next to the Clean Culture booth, um, and it was just. So fucking nice. And honestly, there were so many little bits mm. that I was looking at on that car that I'm like, I need this. Yeah. Like the lip on this car, I legitimately had never seen it before. Mm. And now I need it. It's a good looking car. You, you don't see enough of these. It's after I saw that, I was like, I should have got a wagon. <laughs> <laughs> the honestly, the TS, the second gen TSX wagons are such good looking cars. Yeah. Is that, uh, is that a, Gloria, Gloria Cedric, Y32, um, this is a fat, fat five spoke or something. No, it's not even a fat five. They were just kind of, they were kind of athletic five spoke Damn. wheels. Yeah, that's cool. It's pretty a, cool. At the Forge Fitment booth, it's a white Y32. That's sick. Oh, yeah. This is Alex Richards car. We've already described that, so we don't even need to cover that. It's just dope Y32 SEMA. And then is uh, that a Starlet? It is a Starlet. That's I do not ass. remember the chassis code, it's but it's like the yellow. late 80s. So this oh fucking Dub Edition 300 was With so Lambo cool. Doors. And then right next to it was <laughs> this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. So 
gonna gonna say this really quick for future reference for everybody. I will always be a fan of doing big ass fucking trucks in a '90s mini truck style. Yeah, what we're looking at is a. That's probably. It's like a fifteen hundred. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a Chevy Silverado. It's not like a dually or anything. It's yeah. I think it is. It's a crew cab fifteen hundred, uh, full body drop. Those look like they're twenty sixes. It's um, a really. It's one of the newer or like late late teens, model. Yeah, uh, late model fifteen hundred, and it is just sitting on the ground, but. The mini truck styling comes in on the livery. It's got down. It's the side. got. It's got. It's like, not, you don't even call that livery. That sounds well. Cool. No, it's like tribal. Yeah, it's, it's like, tribal. It's, like a tribal it's got tribal thing. coming down the side, as they always did with these mini mm-hmm. trucks in the nineties. And I have a picture a little later that I can show you on here that's just like shows the details that I didn't even notice till the second lap. Yeah, very very cool. Um, but yes, I will always be a fan of doing mini truck treatments. Oh. Doing mini truck treatments on big boy new trucks. Yeah. Um, there was a white R31 Skyline wagon. That's fucking cool. Uh, shout out to Carly Gavin. She has wanted one of those for years now, and I hope one day she can get one. Yeah, that would be fucking sick. Um, let's see what else have we got. Oh, Pete's uh, Pete's all road. Rapidly accelerating Peter's all road. <laughs> Rapidly accelerating Peter. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, there was a. There is that was a spectator a, lot, or is that? In the- it's a spectator lot. It's a. Uh, Damn, you really went around a, everywhere. Huh? Oh, I, bro, I told you four laps is a lot of time to go Hell do yeah. this. Um, but it is a fully spoon spec'd out uh, EK hatch that was in the spectator lot. Right hand drive and everything is very cool. Um, there was a leopard. That's cool. This is is an infinity, and of course now I can't remember the name. Is it a J thirty? I couldn't I, tell you. I, I don't I, remember, I no. but it was like it was like the first Infinity that came to the U.S. It was like a coupe, uh-huh. and it was really boxy. And it's it's a Nissan Leopard, is what they're called. Okay, um, and they're like really really popular, like Shakatan cars, and people make such cool shit. But it's just a really really boxy, low roof line like luxury coupe. That's dope. Um, this thing. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is uh, this is her name's Beck. It's uh, it's an E30 with I think it's the click tuning kit. So it's like it's like a BN or Vertex style kit on an E30, but it's a vert and it's painted highlighter green or yellow, and it has pink wheels on it. I fucking love it. It's fucking cool as shit. The wheels need to go, and I've, I've told her that a bunch of times. I think she has wheels coming for no, it. No, on it, but- it's. Seriously, the, that'll take it to the next level. Like, yeah, she, the car, I, the car is I fucking have, cool. I have no idea what like wheels she's gonna do or what I, color, I but that with just like polished wheels fit really it nicely. Yeah, it's, it's cool because really you cool. just like that kit almost like doesn't make sense for that car, but it being a vert just then like cancels that out. Well, you and know it's what like me. you know what? Fuck it, yeah, that's just it, it sick. looks like it's melting. So no, it definitely I'm looks like it's it. melting. But yeah, once it's got different wheels on it, I am so excited to see that car. Okay, so really quick, mm-hmm. R32 GTR HKS Evolution. That is, I'm not even going to hazard a guess, but that is a very fucking expensive yeah, car. It's, it's a pretty nice car. Um, that's probably, honestly, one of, if not my favorite front bumper I've ever seen for an R32. Yeah. It's just so Did you find out what kit aggressive. that was on there? I think it's an HKS kit. 
Okay. Because it's an uh, yeah, I suppose I suppose that, that would uh, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, really, really well done, call uh, LM LMGT something. Or whatever. I yeah. don't remember, but it's it's just it. I, of course, had a uh, a really really dressed up big single turbo RB, and it has like a top secret like cover plate. I don't know if that's just like a cosmetic cover plate or if that implies something else. I just don't know. But it's very cool. It's a very cool car. Ooh, over to the Simple Clean Expo side of things. So this year for Riverside, a little bit different than they've done previous years. They extended out to um, Finley Stadium across the street, and they did the Simple Clean Expo, which is basically like it was like a market for like vintage clothes, sneakers, like all kinds of like more like hype beast stuff, and they like Barbara stuff in there. There was a DJ and. Uh, Fortune Mines and Liberty VIP were all over that. So all of the like crazy VIP cars were over on that side. And I'm really bummed I didn't get to see them, but I did catch up with them after the show. But some of the some of the cars that are in there we can we can address really quick because they're sick. This. Yes, this GS. I've seen this GS. This before. is like Picture a tank and Wait, then make I just it said VIP. GS. That's not a GS. That's an LS. This is it's an, an LS 460, 460, isn't it? Yeah, my bad. Picture a tank, like a fucking like a military tank, mm-hmm. but then like make it a VIP car. That <laughs> that is this car. Yeah, no, it has some presence to it for sure. Like it, it dude. I, me, it's me, it's it's a, a lot. This is, it's very cool. So it's on. It has luxury abstract wheels. This kit is the aim gain wide body kit the the front bumper i don't recognize it looks like it could be like a black pearl kit super super just aggressive big car but it's it's black and the wheels are a dark color so it's actually kind of understated like unless you really looked at the car you maybe won't notice how crazy aggressive it is fucking big fan of this car um you know one of the guys from liberty vip Big shout out to those guys. They, you know, they've been around for a long time. This thing's crazy. I so, where is this from? Is this from Florida? No, I believe that this car might be up north somewhere. I literally feel like I've seen this car before. I've seen it on Instagram. That's probably this, where I saw it it's it's a pre facelift LS four thirty that has had so much work put into it. It's insane. Like the whole car is widened, like a ton. Like, not just, like, flared or, like, a wide body kit. Like, no, the whole car is wide. Even the doors, even the fucking cladding on that the doors. That was the part that was getting me, the cladding on the door. How it has, like, the little divots or So whatever. that the doors can still open. Yeah. It's fucking that was, bulky, That dude. was super cool. This thing is thick. Um, I don't remember the name. Oh, fuck, I don't remember his Instagram. Man, this car I, is I, so cool. I sure can't wait till my friend Braden at B.1 on instagram will fucking bring his out of the bat cave have you seen his car yeah every every, facelift every time i see him i tell him when are you gonna lower it (laughs) i I love spoiler alert it's very low already i love b-dub i love i love giving him shit more he i he man again at b.1 on instagram great dude super super cool pre-facelift uh ls what what is it 430 right 430 yeah um I suck. Um, but yes, super, super cool car. Go get in his DMs and say nothing besides Matt told me to tell you to bring your fucking car to Riverside. <laughs> um, 
anyhow, moving on. Just more, more really, really. I, LS four sixty. The Fortune Mines guys and and Liberty. I mean, both of them is just. They are those just, clubs for a fucking reason. Yeah, like, just the, just crazy, ridiculous cars that could have been built ten years ago, could have been built yesterday. You wouldn't tell, and you never see them. They don't come like these guys don't come out for just anything. Yeah, like there is a reason that they come to Riverside every year, and you don't really see these cars any other time. It's a good fucking show. Like if that tells you anything, it's a good fucking show, and the, these guys will basically only come out. For Riverside. And so I love that. I go out on these cars S- all the time. It was SC430. SC430. Super underrated car. Unbelievably underrated. And the thing about it is very, very few people outside of Japan get these cars right. And that's mm-hmm. probably why they're so underrated because yeah. so many well, people here have never seen them done really well. It's a weird looking car. And they're kind of expensive still. And so I get most people aren't really that interested in them, but it's one of those things. You see the potential in it. You see you see a couple of these done right, it'll change your life. They're fucking Oh dude. Oh, well let me let cars. me go ahead and send you the pictures of these things in Japan because they're they're fucking got a bunch of these things are killing all of them. This guy. <laughs> it's a Corolla? So no, that's a Camry. Camry. I always so, I always mix Camrys and Corollas. This is probably like I no offense to this dude because this car is cool as fuck. But I don't this is like I think a late nineties, early two thousands Camry. It's champagne. Like this car stock is like boring old people spec. Yeah. Like it is generally speaking, it's a pretty boring car. He said fuck off with that. Like <laughs> this is this is I don't so you're gonna know better than me. Is that an LS? Like that bumper mesh, is that from an LS? What is that? So it looks to me like it's probably an aftermarket kit that came from some kind of big body car that's then been sectioned and merged right. into it. Right. So um, I couldn't tell you exactly. It could be K brake, could be so it's, any any. It's really brand. cool because the way that he did it, the the bumper mesh is like it's really boxy like it would be on an older VIP car. But it's funny because, like, the actual shape of the front of the Camry Mm -hmm. is not like that. Right. And if he didn't execute this as well as he did, it would look kind of weird because the shape changes like that. Yeah. But the way that he molded it, it just makes sense. Yeah. It it literally, it has the same flow as it would on any big body car. So it's like, if you don't like that flow... On the camera, you wouldn't like it on the big body car either because yeah. he did such a good job. No, and this this is a prime example of a, of a VIP style car because um, this is not a traditional VIP platform, but it has had every little crazy thing done to make it match up to the cars that it's parked next to. Like it's parked next to big body VIP cars that are flared and super low to the ground with big body kits. Like like you said, this is a boring grandpa commuter car that has been turned into the same kind of status as these big VIP cars. And it's fucking sick. And again, it's 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 got luxury abstract wheels on it. Shoot. Shout out to them. I actually, um, I actually met the owner yesterday. I had a good chat with him about kind of the history of VIP stuff. He was, he was talking to me about his project back in the day. He had an F 50 with the president like grill with a Bentley front end swap. Like it had what like the, the, fuck, the really? dual like headlights. He was showing me some pictures. Fucking ridiculous. One of the most insane things I've ever seen. He built it in like 2007. 
Um, but yeah, that's, shout out, that's, shout out that's to OG shit right there. Shout out to Luxury Abstract. Uh, you know, cool fucking wheels. They make some some of the craziest designs, the most intricate. Like, it's funny. Like they're called Luxury Abstract. And like you look at the wheels and like, oh yeah, it's like they did diamond stitching on like most. Yeah, of those I have seen those. There's actually, so yeah. many intricate details on the wheels that they make; it's ridiculous. So for people who are into VIP cars, you want to take it a step further. You want to take it a little bit further and be like, yeah, I'm really about this shit. Luxury Abstracts, the company <laughs> you're probably gonna go to. Talking but, to that, I may get some LA, OZ, not OZ, LA fucking Scaras. At some point. Oh, I have seen. I remember those. I have seen those. There's a They're few, really few cool. sets left, and I I want them. They're really cool. Um, but yeah, so th- I was just so hype on this Camry, dude. Uh, it was Me too. it was so cool, and I I didn't take a photo in my story, but the interior was just as good. Oh yeah, the interior was really really good. Um, oh my this, god, I, I've seen this before. It's the it's the the Odyssey that is. Um, it has the Odivia, the Odivia front end swap Mm -hmm. for two forties. This is the Odyssey that that front end comes from. Yep. So it's just like hilariously aggressive for a minivan. And it is just so cool. Um, so, and the body lines on these are really cool too, which is why so many people will modify them. This car is sick. And I actually did get to see this and stand next to it. It's very crazy to stand next to a minivan and the roof line is level with your shoulders. Yeah. Like that's not supposed to happen with a minivan. And it's fuck this thing. Well, is cause the thing cool. is too, they're pretty small, like just as mm-hmm. for being a minivan, like they're really thin. Yeah. They're really like small and thin cars, but it's super aggressive. It's a minivan. I, I always enjoy people like doing minivans in a really well set up way. Cause like in Japan, at least nowadays, Fuck, dude. Minivans are like probably 25 minivans and like little, the mini K. Oh, you're talking about like little K vans and that stuff. And then on the other end of it, like the big, huge, fucking massive, like Toyota vans and shit. Like that's probably like 20% of, 25% of what you see over there. It's a big part of VIP culture now. Yeah. Um, Yeah, So anyway, I saw that. This was cool. It's a, if I could have any, like, there's two. Any JDM like off-road rig, mm. I would want one of these. What we're looking at is a Toyota Prado, a Toyota Land Cruiser Prado. It's basically like a Toyota Land Cruiser that's a coupe. It's a two-door, yeah. And like it's a, a small, it's got small a really wheelbase. small wheelbase. Yeah, so either this or uh, Rally Art. It's not a, a Pajaro. Whatever. There's another one that's like the same setup it's a short wheelbase mm. but it's like rally art and it's sport i don't fucking remember what it's called but it's a mitsubishi anyway just thought this thing was really cool but the the craziest part to me was i walked up expecting it to be right hand drive because these are jdm it wasn't it was left hand drive what so somebody i don't remember who i was walking with was probably like oh it's probably like a euro spec or something uh yeah, that's so that might be. A I good assume point. that's what the deal was, but that was that kind of took me off guard. That was really cool. Um, that thing was funny. Yeah, I um, think we can we can kind of wrap. Yeah, up. We I wrap feel, well, up, I feel but... like the whole time we've been describing cars, people are like, "I don't know what this looks like." Just, just go to Substance Matt yeah. on Instagram. And I, I you have can, it. You can take a look. I have it all in my story. It's all there. 
Um, oh, just just one more, really quick. This was at the after meet. The black NSX with black yellow NSX. wheels and yellow seats. Yes, fire. It was so good. I think, and it's a friend of Dustin's, I believe, is what he said. But hmm. anyway, um, yeah, I, I know, I know some of y'all, and I get it. I know some of y'all because it is a podcast. It's a little bit. It's not ideal when we do these things where we like describe the car, especially if we don't know a shit ton about the car. We just think it looks really cool. And we don't know the name of the parts or the name of the owner or the Instagram of the owner or anything. We're just like being so vague. We're like, so it's a yellow car with (laughs) wheels on it. And it was cool. So know that we know that, Um, (laughs) please know that we know that we're not, we're not clueless. I think just the way that this Riverside kind of shook out, you know, obviously because, Liam was behind the booth all day. He had a very, you know, he had a very limited experience. And then I, on the other hand, was just walking around taking photos of cars the whole fucking time. So we, we tried to like kind of meld that in this episode. Again, we get it. We know we're aware. Um, but you know, look through my story. Go, go you can, you can still, if you're at work, you can still like listen to the podcast Remember what we say and then like go look yeah. at the story. All the information is there. But again, I'm not going to apologize for it, but I do just want to make you guys aware that like we get it. It's kind of a weird format. We're trying to figure out like a better way to do it. But mm-hmm. for now, we just, I think we're doing this much earlier in the day, granted on Sunday, but we didn't have a choice. But we're doing this much earlier in the day um, recording this because we both kind of wanted to do it while it was like fresh. Oh, yeah. And while, you know, we still have yeah, that and that hype. I um, just from yesterday again. I like this weekend made me so happy. It, it really did. Like just getting to enjoy my car again. You know the amount of of support for the brand and for everything that I have going on. The amount of people that came up and just gave us compliments on the podcast. You know, I had I had people that I really wouldn't expect to come up and say, "Hey, I listen to the podcast. I absolutely love what you're doing." Like, you know older people that have been around at the scene for such a long time. They've been intimately involved in VIP culture for like 15 plus years are coming up to me and being like, dude, I fuck with what you're doing. Like you get it. And I'm like, dude, I never want to act like I'm, I'm the new kid on the block when it comes to like VIP stuff. Like, but to have somebody come up that's been around for a long time, be like, yo, I, I like what you're doing. You're, you know, you're representing the stuff that we're into really well. Like that means a lot to me that yeah. that does, because I only ever want to like improve the community, make it better, make more people aware of, you know, different subcultures and, and how to do things right. And I'm, I'm glad that, you know, even people that have just been around for a long time are recognizing that we're doing something cool here. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking awesome. I mean, it's all, it's like we said, man, it's it's all about vision. But in this case, it's all about intention. I yeah. think that's I'm, I'm going to like slow myself because this is going to sound kind of self-important for us. But like the point is, you guys well know we go into this with the purpose of. Contributing. Yeah, we're not. I mean, yeah, some sometimes we're just kind of here having our, you know, our conversation, or our dialogue, but conversation, dialogue. The the reason that we're doing this is because we enjoy it, but also to open up the conversations. Mm-hmm. We say it now, we're going to say it until the day that we stop doing this podcast. This is just something that he and I, whenever we're talking about stuff, will always run into like these cool ideas that we hadn't really thought of before. Right. So now we just do it with microphones and hope that 
when re when we run into it, you're kind of like, oh shit. Mm. And then you can kind of think about it, talk to it, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's it's very natural. We don't force any of this, you know, before we sit Which down is and why do an we episode. get episodes where we're just describing cars to yeah, you. Yeah. We we before an episode, we're not sitting it down and being like, all right, we need to hit these points at this time. We need to spend this much time on this. We tried that in the start, like on certain topics, and people were like, yo, just let it flow. And that's what we do. We come in here, we sit down, we literally just talk about it. And so um, for anybody that may get in the comments on certain things and correct us on stuff, we do really appreciate that. But of course we are just two dudes having a conversation and we do this all the time. Um, and we're, we're very thankful for all of you guys for supporting us. Um, and do you want to do sleepers? Cause honestly, yes, I, I actually, to. I have a really good one. Because we I haven't done like it in a do. while. We need to run it back around. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I apologize. We're not going to do it like all the time. But sometimes it's nice to just do a little, little shout out to someone. And since we're kind of summarizing and getting on to, you know, our points about how we love the podcast and we love that you guys support it and blah, blah, blah. I actually want to share something that is super exciting related to podcast stuff. Um, my sleeper for this week is Alex.Burley. Um, he is somebody that I only really know from the internet. I'm sure a lot of you guys probably know if you're on TikTok or, um, various social media, but he is the guy that runs dead on. Um, it's a really cool brand. He's based out in California, but him and his two friends are actually starting a podcast. And I think that their first episode may already be out. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Okay. So they're, they're starting this show called, uh, late night motor club. And I'm super pumped about it. Like initially when I saw it, I was like, Oh shit, another podcast. And I, I, I watched their little teaser clip. It, it it's clearly three dudes that are super personable that, you know, they're good, charismatic. They're, they're fun to listen to. It looks like it's presented really well. They've got like dope lighting setups and everything. And each of them have like a really good following and they all have cool cars. And so I'm fully expecting that their podcast is going to absolutely blow up. And I know that some people might be of the perspective like, well, isn't that going to affect you guys? Blah, blah, blah. Not at all. The more people we have in the podcast space, just doing automotive podcasts, the more likely it is for all of us to grow. Like right now we're at the forefront of it. There's really not many automotive podcasts, especially not for like this niche of car culture. There may be some that are, I don't know. I think Matt Farah has one there. Adam LZ started a podcast, which I don't think is on streaming platforms. I think it's exclusive to his website, but the more people that are getting into this, the more demand there will be for subcultures and niches like what we do. Mm. And I just really hope that at some point, we get to a stage where like Apple podcasts and Spotify has a section for automotive. Like we've seen this over the years with YouTube where YouTube now has a huge section for automotive stuff. I want to see that with podcasts mm. and we'll be right there. If you guys keep giving us five stars, if it does ever get to a point where there is that section, we will be in there in that like top rated show. And that's where I want to be. I want this to get out to more people and just, I don't know. The more, the more people that realize that like podcasts are cool, they're interesting to listen to it passes the time on long drives, whatever. It's just fucking cool. And mm -hmm. I, I'm excited that the Alex and his friends are, are starting this show and I, I'll have to go listen to the episode cause I haven't yet, but I think you guys should go check it out. Um, I don't know what their plan is. I have no idea what they're, they're doing with it yet, 
But I'm just really excited because it's three dudes, like I said, that seem really cool. They've got cool cars. They've got great audiences already. Them coming together and just having fun conversations like we do only brings more people into this space. And I think that our shows will probably be pretty different. But that's good because it means that you guys can transfer over there and go and listen to their stuff. And some of their audience can transfer over here and listen to our stuff. And that ultimately is awesome. And at some point, I guarantee we'll do some kind of a podcast collab. We just, we just have to. But that's my sleeper, alex.burley um, or Dead On Alex on other social media platforms. If you search Dead On or Alex Burley or even the Late Night Motor Club, you'll be able to find it somewhere. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. Cool, cool. Um, so I actually have two. I'll just run by really quick. Excuse me, just burp. Um, okay, so I I realized that I knew this because I remember his face telling me that's what his name was, but I didn't want to say the name, and then I was wrong. Um, um, the guy from the Discord? Yes. So Spencer, uh, sorry about that, man, but Spencer is the one that has that Dodge Stratus. Um, so he's at mopar.hotboy with an I on Instagram. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, just, just go take a look at it, especially if you're into like motorsport stuff, motorsport inspired stuff like I am, like I am, I am, I love ham. Um, just go take a look at it. Super cool. Super nice guy. Really, really glad to meet you yesterday, man. Um, and then the other one is my buddy, Joey, who I told you that little heartwarming story about his IS 300. Um, he is at hokey pokey on Instagram. Um, and like I said, he is a really talented film photographer also. So that's where a lot of, well, I guess like all of his photos on his Instagram basically are filmed. So go check him out. He's a good friend of mine. I think you'll really really enjoy what he's putting out and you know we we can never say it enough man we just we really appreciate you guys and i <clears throat> i really do like i that's the one thing i'm kind of kicking myself about yesterday that i was not in the booth more because yeah. you know i don't, I don't uh, care if it was 30 of you or five of you you know the the idea that people listen to this and if i'm in the vicinity that you'd want to talk to me i mean that's just that's really cool to me and <laughs> shout out to this one this one guy, I don't know who you are. I don't know what your name is, but you clearly listen to this because he was wearing one of the windbreakers mm-hmm. and he like walked by me and I was with Tyler, I think. Mm-hmm. And he walked by me. He's like, Hey, what's up, Matt? I'm like, Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> and I like turn my head back around. I'm like, I don't know who that was. <laughs> I, I do not know who that person was. So, I, at least I'm led to assume that you know me from the podcast. So if you know who you are, it was good to meet you for two seconds, bro. I appreciate you uh, you reaching out. If you you know if we're in the same vicinity, or you can even get in my DMs, whatever. But the point is, like I said, I haven't I haven't felt like this since I was doing not fast because obviously that was something that I was doing and it was connected to me. Um, and it's just really cool, man. I, yeah. I just I really appreciate you guys' support. I I appreciate. <laughs> The several people who just walked up to me, looked me in the eye, and was like, "I just really need to shake your hand, man." Oh yeah, they, that was. It's just a really, really cool feeling. I'm, I'm really glad that you guys uh, enjoy the podcast and 
will listen to my fucking rambling ass for two hours every week. I just, I really appreciate y'all. Absolutely, guys. And uh, once again, please go check out our sponsor, Wheel Price. All the links are in the description. And uh, we'll be back next week for another episode. Um, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please go give us a rating of five stars on that app um, on Apple Podcasts. You can actually leave a review. So if you would like to type out a little message and say how much you love the show, we would hugely appreciate that. And like I said, we read all of those. For we the do. Record. Yeah. Like I said, if the podcast space does grow for the automotive world, um, we'd really like to be, you know, in the number one we, spot. We, we, not number one, but I, I just like to be there, you know, like hanging out. Like if you go to that section, oh, no. we're there. We're the number one spot, my guy. No, there's not a chance. <laughs> that we will never will never be the biggest fucking automotive podcast because there's legitimate celebrities like Adam uh, LZ and Matt Farah that have well, you know, we we, we are, need that number four spot, bro. We are the niche audience podcast. We are for the people. We are the people for the people. Yeah, man. Liam's running for president. Uh, I actually the people for the people. You know what's funny? I actually can run for president because I was born in the U.S. <laughs> my sister gives me so. Now much, you all know. My sister gives me so much shit about that. Really? Yeah, because she's like, it sucks that you can. run Damn, for hold on. We're still on the show right now, and yeah. my body just did the yawn that I always do after we stop the recording. Did oh, you notice that? Yeah, I want to so bad. <laughs> Everything hurts, but my my little sister is like mad that i can run for president and she, and she can't, can't because i don't care to run for president <laughs> and she totally like would she'd be a good president too but sorry Izzy, you suck huh <laughs> anyways that's the end of the episode guys we'll see you next week um maybe we'll have a guest on um i'm gonna do some searching around this week and see if we can get someone on i actually would like to have lucas who is another person who's involved with riverside but he's also liberty yeah, big involved with Liberty VIP, and so I'd like to get him on to talk about some more uh, VIP-related stuff, and uh, I'm sure some of you guys would love to listen to that. So we shall see. He will be on at some point, but if I can get that to work out this week, that'd be sick. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening or watching, and uh, we'll see you next week. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Bye.